out with the old and in with the new. Start your new year with Yahoo Small Business with everything you need to start and grow your business. Find a domain, get a business email, and create a new professional website. Have a business idea and don't know where to start? Visit www.yahoosmallbusiness.com. Recorded live. Black power. This is Brother And I'm black at y'all ass again with this real fucking talk. I'm gonna give a mad motherfucking shout out to my nigga Brick the Foundation. That nigga about to drop that black fist LP. Nigga, digging they chat. Digging they motherfucking chest, man. You know what this shit is about. This shit is revolution. Remember that. This is your man's. If you need me, nigga, holler. Black power. I got some numbers that I want to share. Welcome to this red hair. Take a seat. Have a seat. Boy, your team. You about to feast like kings. What they mean? Everybody about to eat. You the new black Wall Street. Watch Dallas like a lazy and darkest coffee with no cream. No cream. Kings rule everything around me. Around in this round table. Kicking on my feet. Trying to come up with a plan. A blueprint, so to speak. Young knockers running next to the street. We ain't playing no games with you either. Homeboy, no joke. Situation like a new winter So I'm watching from the sidelines. It's a tech day. It's foundation. Yeah, I rest in Please excuse my greatness. Super melanated universal creation. My statements is heavy. I hope that you're ready. Just I'm sorry, I'm steady. Call the death. What up, Dallas? I was just slow. Trying to be a poet like brother. But they wouldn't let me. So I'm flipping through my pistol. Still high. High people on my mind. My fingers low. Trying to open me. Who needs support? Your soldiers be loaded. You need recruits. My people the ones that I'm speaking to. If we don't make a change, then who do we leave it to? Because if you say Jesus, you better off calling on Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. I'm racist. The death ain't no leisure suit. This feeling is so unbelievable. The counterbalance to the point that they're feeding you. Shut up to the general for the BPC. Yes, sir. We salute. My man, oh, heavy. I just finished watching Teddy. Better stop comparing munition. Just in case this shit get deadly. Stay low. Stay my.
education. Step up, black people. I love you. Be black at your ass real soon. Winter's coming, but don't fret. You'll stay warm this season with a new hot tub by Jacuzzi. Available at reliable... Yo, Dada. 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 Yo, hold on. Hey, man, bird bar. That's what I'm putting the paper. I'm talking about if I apologize to Batty Boy. Apologize for what? If I apologize to Ja. Go chat them forget. Now this is an anthem. Blaze of the fire, push up your anthem. Big up the lion, every lion, them. Uh huh. Fire burn! I'm a set holy money with like King Slastia, I jump. Rastafari. It is good to give thanks unto the most like King Slastia and sing praise unto his name, most I jump. Rastafari to show forth his loving kindness in the morning and the faithfulness of a night upon an instrument of hand strength.
Family Black Power, BB48, Mahota. Welcome to Feet on the Ground Radio. This is your brother, Ball. We come to get it in. We start off with the praise to the ancestors, praise to Turner, glory to Garvey. Born in the spirit of Dr. Khaled Abdul Muhammad. Praise Harriet Tubman. Glory to Ida B. Wells. Born in the spirit of Sister Fanny Buhama. Black Power family. Yeah, we come to get it in. Um, Think Tank Thursday. We're going to be putting in a little bit of news. Today, uh, you know, uh, we celebrated uh, our our elder, great general, Baba Khaled, Khaled Abdul Muhammad. Great Doctor Khalid Abdul Muhammad's born day. Um, celebrate our national holiday on Tuesday the twelfth. The day being the fourteenth. Um, normally it's a nice think tank Thursday. You know we still up with this thing. You know what I mean? Um, meaning that you know when I say we still up being the thing, um, being that we we haven't we haven't lost. We still are guiding ourselves through this uh, through this wilderness. And that we don't see a turn back, and so I say, and I, and I tell people on this on a regular basis. I say, you know, it's better, you know, they say, how you doing today? I'm um, better up than down. You know what I mean? And so every day that we got, every day that we have, that we can move forward on the BB48, we should take it as that a day up and not down. You know, no matter how bad the day is going, it could be going worse. You know what I mean? We've seen some of the worst, and we don't plan for it to get worse. We plan on making our life a little bit better day by day, step by step, a little increment at a time. So that's what we move forward on here on Feet on the Ground Radio, keeping our head out of the clouds and in perspective on what we got going on today, where we're moving and where we move into and where we're coming up out of. So we're coming up out of this 2015 with a lot of energy, We um, we pass another guard, you know. Uh, we see this going on. The past, you know, the elders are getting older and passing away, and now we got the, the new elders. But the, I don't know. It's the youngsters. I don't know if they're the youngsters or the elders. But we got a, you know, we got a, a another group of um, intellectuals, revolutionaries. And uh, and the light coming, moving forward in this new, uh, the neo-civil rights era. You know what I'm saying? It's the new civil rights where I don't know if we be looking for uh, a semblance of equality instead of justice nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Our new, the new civil rights era is is almost the same as the old. What they're looking for a. Uh, but they're really looking for, you know, people to uh, somehow uh, amalgamate with the system. That's the, that's that's what I, I could best say it as. Is the new civil rights era still dealing with the amalgamation into the system for us all to be one? You know, um, not something that I'm looking for or forward to. Um, being that we're already in a system that tries to push us into being one and makes us assume that we are all the same, I can see that line from far away. But like I said, though, this Think Tank Thursday, we're going to touch on a, a couple different topics. But the, the main theme, though, tonight is that we still up. We up, you know what I'm saying? We ain't down, and we still burning that motherfucking late night oil, making sure that we put ourselves in perspective. 
I got something for the family. I want to. Um, we'll get into that. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. But with that being said, what's going on out there, family? BB Forty Eight Black Power. BB Forty Eight Black Power. Oh, Black Power, what's going on, family? How you tonight? Alright, no doubt, no doubt. Well, man, we got, we got a lot of shit going on out here. Uh, we got a lot of different things going on. Main one of the main things that's going on right now, though, is as uh, you know, it's Think Tank Thursday. But we gotta have to look into how we can keep ourselves healthy in this unhealthy type of uh, situation. And, and I'm only saying that dealing with. Uh, Dealing with several conversations that we've had, uh, uh, dealing with California with a lot of methane, gas being leaked, and uh, also looking to a lot of information where, you know, it was already out, but it seems to be back into the news cycle again, and that's the situation in Michigan with the water in Michigan being um, just highly polluted, highly polluted water in Michigan, Flint, Michigan in particular, and in the governor. And not only the governor, but, you know, um, heads of the Department of, of, of Public Works and things of that nature who have um, seemingly just not dropped the ball but didn't have no care at all for what the fuck is going on with the people. You know, the people are, are being given, you know, some of the most extreme situations to live in here in, the, in this world and it's called America. You know what I mean? So, you know, we definitely need to be on to that and just um, figuring out ways that we can try to help not only the family that's there, but to look at the situation and assess it and make sure that you can start doing the best for the community that's around you, knowing that you're put in the same circumstances where our water might not look exactly like this. It might not stink as bad as this, but there's no, um, you know, unless you really – in the lab, your own stuff, there's no telling exactly what toxins, known or unknown toxins, are in the drinking water that are, you know, what we call tap water that we utilize on a regular basis, the water that you put on your skin. Knowing that in um, all 50 states, it is legal for the, for the water to be fluoridated. You know what I'm saying? And that's just one of the – that is not, it's not minor – but when we come to looking at how many chemicals are put in there, it's one of the um, most notable of the chemicals that has a um, that has been given a wives' tale. You know, they spun this poison in a mannerism that we believe that it was it is a poison. We believe that somehow it would help your teeth get strong. You know, if you had this type of water in you, fluoridated water. Um, and we've seen through uh, study after study that it is not, not only does it not help your teeth, you know, get strong, it weakens your bones, also does, um, and also gives brain damage and causes tumors with this side of, um, with this side of uh, not only humans, but almost any experimental animal that, they, that it is given to. And uh, fluoride, would not only do that, but also fluoride is the active ingredient inside of rat poison. 
So, you know, we have to really be aware of things of that nature that are, are minor things, though. And then when we have children, you know, we go and we want to do the best things for our children. And they normally, they you know, you go out, you want the t- children's teeth right, you want to listen to what the dentist says, and you go and get children's toothpaste, things of that nature. And then um, five to ten, sometimes 15 times higher in the fluoride in the children's toothpaste than it is in the adults. So, you know, all these things are coming back to how we keep ourselves, uh, why, and this goes back to how we keep ourselves, how we keep ourselves healthy, things that we need to stay away from and stay away from, you know, and just things in general to be aware of as, you know, as Africans out here in this war field. Uh, that's, that's the major, you know, that's one of the major things that's popping off right now. Has um, anybody on the line seen anything about this uh, situation out there in Michigan or have anything to add on about, you know, just that that uh, theme of us being sick through this, uh, you know, just uh, creating sicknesses around us and us being susceptible to them after the creation? Black Power, Brother Boy. Black Power, what's going on, Brother Cole? Um, you know, I think that's I think the situation in um in Michigan is one of those things where for for it to be, you know, and even the thing with the gas as well in California, um, being in an environment where the government has full access to the resources you require, like your water source and stuff like that. It, it puts you in a it puts you in a tough situation because um, not having control over those not having control over those things means that if you don't utilize them, you have to have another you have to have an alternative source of water. Um, and so that's either going to be what the grocery store, or you retaining rainwater or something like that. The other option would be to live in an area where well water is required and you don't have to pay the city or county for your water. Um, but that's also that's that's the option I would see outside of having it having pipes running through where the water's coming from a set location that the government You know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so because like I'll give I'll give an example. Um, when we had the flood down here with that big rainstorm, they immediately in the in the town, you know, because everybody in town has water ran by the city. There's a reservoir. There's a water treatment plant. All that. They had to advise people not to drink the water, you know. And if and then after that, there was a period where they had to boil the water, you know, in order to consume it or even bathe with it. Now. Out in the country, we didn't have that same restriction. You know what I'm saying? Because the water was right from the ground. Oh, I, I, you saying y'all got more well? Y'all got well water out there? Yeah, my well, my well is right in the back. You know, so even if somebody wanted to come and mess with my water, they got to come on my property. They, you know what I'm saying? So there's, 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 you know. I think it's it's not necessarily a automatic, you know, it's impossible to have a water issue, but um, one option I would look look at if I was living in the city 
um, to kind of like avoid that type of situation would be to look for someplace a little bit more uh, rural or to have your own water water well mm-hmm. present on your property, or at least nearby. At least somebody got to have access to water that doesn't require um, those pipes running through them going directly to the water source that the government's controlling directly. Well, you know, uh, that that is correct. I'm going to just put this in that, you know, um, if you can get extra rain, if you, you know, if you can collect your rainwater, you know, and things of that nature, you know, you should make sure that if you're collecting it in, uh, if you're collecting it, probably use, like, stainless steel, you know what I'm saying, containers. Um, but if you have to use plastic, right, they got plastic, that's, there's different kind of plastics out there. And so you want to get uh, plastic that's, that's um, what they would call food-grade plastic or, or um, what they call it, a, a high-density uh, polyurethane, hold up, high-density polyethylene, polyethylene or something like that. What it really means is just um, uh, a very dense plastic, not very porous, something that's not going to just leak uh, the chemicals from the plastic into your water. And um, normally what they have up there, they have a triangle. You know, uh, I know y'all seen these little triangles on your on, on different plastic containers, but it'd be like a triangle made out of three arrows. And inside of the arrow, it'll have a number. And the number that you'll be looking for is the number two. You know what I mean? Be, uh, and that, that would be, you know, that would be something that is a plastic, that could be used for long-term storage with uh, very, you know, with the least amount of leakage of those plastic-making uh, uh, chemicals inside of your water. Uh, but yeah, let me see. And yeah, that's that's one thing that you could use. Also, if you store water, though, they got these things that you could store up under your bed, like it's like a mat. You know what I'm saying? And they come like some of them be like uh, they probably they probably range around seventy gallons, seventy to hundred gallons, right? You know what I'm saying? Water that you can store, and it's just it's like a it is like a mattress, like, and you can push that up under your bed and have water stored in there for uh, you know for months at a time. But it's all about you know conserving the water that you use, and then also making sure that you prepare for at least seventy two hours. Or anything happening that you'll have at least 72 hours worth of water, you know, and 72 hours is three days worth of drinking water. Um, right, probably anybody else want to add on anything uh, to that situation right there? I think anything else I can think of about water. Yeah, peace, man. Um, if you stay somewhere and your water is bad, there's a company called S-U-R-E, Sewer Water. They sell these big uh, blue, it's made out of some type of plastic. You know, you can look more into it. And they come in different sizes. They're these water tanks, and they come with the tablets in there. Uh, I think the water is good for you to store in there for at least three months, uh, three-month period, maybe longer. Um, and at the bottom of the base of the tank, there's a tap 
just like uh, on your regular faucet for you to be able to get the water in and out. And with this service, you can have fresh water delivered to your home or you can fill it with water yourself and, and, you know, drop the tablets in there to make sure that you have fresh water. Uh, This isn't the only company that does this. Just, you know, do a search on uh, water tanks and uh, whatever's within your budget and whatever works best for you and your family. Uh, It's a real sad issue that one of the biggest resources on the planet that we know were the world's biggest and largest uh, resource of fresh water is. And due to the fact of the nature of the beast, that he doesn't want to supply uh, the people here fresh water just so that he can put a price tag on water and sell you poison, you know. Uh, it's, it's something that we spoke upon on a survival show that we did uh, like last year sometime, maybe a little bit longer than that. Uh, make sure that you add this to your survival kit uh, for the well-being of you and your family. Water is very important. Buying bottled water from the store, even with buying bottled water from the store, you have to be cautious of how long that bottled water has been on the shelf because the water does break down the plastic even inside of the store-brought water bottles, and you could still be buying poison, poisoning yourself and your family. But these are just very important things to be aware of. If you haven't thought about it, you know, just sometime open your mind a little bit more and think outside of the box. Peace. So I just wanted to hit the, hit the people off with that right there because just thinking about that thing going down in Michigan, man, you know, and uh, our people just be, um, you know, a lot of times we lack in a lot of these in a lot of these different fields, and we don't, you know, we really we we look forward to our water running properly every time we go to the tap. You know what I'm saying? We look forward to turning the, you know, turning that faucet and and come right on and things of that nature and everything to be all good for us. You know, um, but we definitely have to. Be aware of who we're dealing with and how long we've been dealing with it, with this enemy, and know that there will be no let up. You know what I'm saying? Or any method to destroy us. Um, let me see what else. Yeah. Also, y'all listen, right? If you get into a situation, most people got hot water heaters, hot water tanks in their house, or a hot water heater. That's another place that you can get. If you got a, a situation where it's a shortage of water, you can also get the water out of your hot water heater. You know what I'm saying? But you'll have to make sure that you disconnect all the electricity or gas or whatever, however you, uh, however that water heated up. You have to uh, uh, hook that. But there's there's a valve that's on the hot water heater tank. That you can turn that valve, you know what I'm saying, and it'll let that water out. Um, other places that you can get water from that's in your house, you can get the water that's in the, uh, you know, uh, you know how you got a toilet, the toilet got the uh, bowl in the back. You can get the water out of there. Yeah, the back of the, of the tank of the toilet. Yeah, the back tank of the toilet. You can get water out of there. You know what I'm saying? Um also, also another thing though, if you ever get to a situation where you got water or you don't have water, the water not running, and you got a toilet and you need to flush your toilet, if you if you really do need to flush the toilet.
with that bag, if, if you got a little extra water stored up, if you pour enough water inside your toilet bowl, it'll make it flush automatically. And that's just through the, the water pressure. It'll, it'll make it flush automatically. So that's just that's just a little tidbit just in case anybody, you know, your water get cut off. Something like that go down. Um, but, yeah, family, I just wanted to touch that real quick, man. You know, there's so much things going on in the nation, and we just have to be aware and just uh, strive to keep ourselves ahead of the game because it's still uh, coming down. We, we're dealing in the winter months. It's, it's, it's freezing up on us. We haven't had the major snows here in the northeast corner right now uh, as of yet. But, you know, we're not asking for it to come, or we're looking, we're looking forward to it happening. Because it's just that's the that's the um, you know that's the climate that that um, I live in the climate that we live in right here up in this northeastern corner. We're seeing a lot of uh, weather patterns looking very strange all over. As as I spoke earlier, or even over in California, our brothers are getting a large amount of rain and unusual cold weather over there. So um, you know we just look for family to be safe. Even down in uh, Texas, we had the family getting freezing um, temperatures. So, you know, we just want the family to buckle down and be safe and, and have a, uh, a understanding of exactly what they're dealing with out here on our survival, you know, on a regular survival basis. But with that being said, Black Power, what's going on out there, family? I see Sister Camille out there, but uh, what's going on, shooting? I see the shooting out there, Brother, Brother Tim out there. What's going on, family? How y'all doing tonight? Black Power family, man. My bad, I'm over here trying to stuff my face, man. <laughs> now, do you think Black Power to the family, man. Now, do you think, careful? I just see you out there. So I just want to, you know, just uh, make sure I shout you out real quick. See the rest I'm of ready. the I'm Louisiana family. I see y'all out there. You know what I'm saying? I see y'all the Texas family out there. You know, we see the, uh, that's just the Camille on the line. We see the New York family out there also. Black Power, BB for Hodier, doing the same thing Brother Tim's doing. I right, love Black like Power. <laughs> no doubt, y'all get right there. Oh, uh, it was damn, it was something I wanted to put in too, though. I got a little Black Power, Black Power. Uh, uh, Black Power, what's going on, Brother Mekara? Uh just meditating, ready, ready to get it in, you know. You know, you know the day thing, man. Is we glad that we up, we up and not down. We, you know what I'm saying? We running, we running away with the wind. You might not see it, but I do. What they say don't, what don't kill you make you stronger. Already, <laughs> already. Now that's definitely, there's a lot of truth to that. A lot of truth to that. You know. That's one of the reasons for our struggle here because we've been we've been through so much, man. We've been bombarded, you know. Every and one thing that I do know is you can't be a hundred percent pure and still live in this thing, man. So you got to have a little dirt on you. So this little bit of dirt that they throwing up in us, man, it's to make our system stronger. We'll fight it off, you know what I'm saying? It's the virus. It's the virus, and every time you know, we just got to get immune to it.
That's called adapting, ain't it? Yes, sir. Real evolution. Or just adapting. You know, you're going to try to adapt first, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're true indeed. Proper adaptation. Now, the only proper adaptation that we got right now. Hey, another good point is... uh. You ever stuck and you ain't got fresh water, look at the animals around you. Remember that a cat will only drink fresh water from a fresh source. So wherever that cat's going to get water from, if you follow that cat, you can drink from that same source. Yeah, definitely. That's... Uh... That's a good point right there. Also, if you if you if you out and about, if you out and about, and you ain't got no water. You got to keep your mouth dry, man. If you got a plastic button on you, if you got a piece of little plastic button, you put it in your mouth and suck on it, man. It'll make your mouth water. It'll just be a it's, a it's a natural reaction. You know what I'm saying? It'll make your mouth water, so at least your mouth won't be dry. Excuse me. So that's a little tidbit also that you can keep a keep a little plastic button on you. And also, you should always have a if you drive, you should always have some type of emergency kit in the car with you all the time. Always, shouldn't be there shouldn't be no time that you don't have one. Keep your camel pack, yo. You stay somewhere like Michigan or something, you know, Detroit. Get you a camel pack. Go to a go to where a different community where they keep fresh water. Fill your camel packs up. I think that's very important, and that's a must. Online, go to any sports, uh, any sporting goods store, any place that sells uh, camping uh, and outdoor goods, any outdoor store within your area. I think they run about twenty bucks. God damn it! It was an article I wanted to put in because I got certain. You know, we we didn't get a, we didn't get into our our new day because we were celebrating our uh, our great. So we wanted to put in a little bit of a little bit of news at the same time. But we got a brother. This I want. Here we go. Here we go. I see. I see. Because you know we on it. You got to stay on a fag alert. The fags is always out and about, always steaming in on us. We're on the fag alert. You have to watch out for them. But we just got a brother. We just had a brother, a uh, 41-year-old man. I'm going to put this in the story in real quick and, get it, and you know, just get the people's uh, opinion on it. If not, just um, listening to what's happening to our people. This is from the Columbus Dispatch, Columbus, Ohio. 41-year-old man was convicted last week of ethnic 
Club was sentenced on Tuesday to 20 days in jail and placed on probation for two years. Michael D. Smith spoke both briefly during his sentencing hearing in Franklin County Municipal Court calling what happened at the gym an unfortunate situation that got overblown. Smith, the D21st Avenue in North Mendon was charged with the offense that he made anti-gay remarks towards the man that had to be restrained by two other gym members at Cal Fit 10 uh, East Dublin Granville Road on August 23rd. Right? In addition to ethnic intimidation, the eight-member jury convicted Smith on Friday of disorderly conduct for the altercation for altercation at an aggravated menacing for sending the gym manager a pair of brief emails filled with profanity and gay slurs. All of the charges are misdemeanors. Judge Paul Herbert imposed the maximum sentence of 180 days each for ethnic intimidation and aggravated menacing to be served concurrently, but suspended 150 days and gave Smith credit for 10 days he has served in jail. He sentenced him to time served on a disorderly conduct charge. Herbert also ordered Smith to stay away from the gym and the victims and to complete diversity training and anger management counseling. He didn't impose a fine, but said Smith must pay court calls, which the judge estimated would total more than $1,000 for the week-long trial. Assistant City Attorney Yasmin Almicki said the gym manager, Dana Rocco, who couldn't attend the hearing is still afraid of Smith and fears retaliation. Rocco revoked Smith's gym membership through an email after the altercation. Smith responded with the angry emails, one of which included, I will see you again, small world. Smith told the judge that he never wanted to physically harm anyone at the club. There's a 0% chance of any retaliation, he said. Uh, defense attorney Selinda Dennison continued to insist that her client was merely was merely reacting to being hit on and stared at in the locker room by gay club members, although there was no testimony about such incidents. Testimony established that Smith was on a treadmill at the gym when he made a series of angry comments about gay people before moving aggressively in the direction of club member Michael D. Harris, 22. Laverne Kipp, who was on the adjacent treadmill, testified that Smith, Smith launched into a rant about not being able to go into the locker room because all the fags are in there and that he wished he could kill all the gays before he charged towards Harris. Kemp says she and another, and another club member stopped Smith before he could get to Harris. A conviction for ethnic intimidation, a part of the city code, requires proof that the defendant assaulted a menace, someone because of, among other things, the victim's age, race, religion, or sexual orientation. What a story. Ethnic intimidation. Y'all see this? That faggots is their own ethnicity. In this city. That shit is, that shit is crazy, man. Faggots because they own ethnic group. I'm saying, I'm telling motherfuckers this shit, that this is what's coming. You know, that they they own motherfuckers to the people. That they ain't no, we don't need to have no, no type of group that's linked in with the fag. If you, if you, quote, unquote, straight, are hey rule sexual, you are hey rule, you know what I mean, or a head hey rule sexual, you one of these, then, you know, you cannot mix with these other sex, with these other 
are non-sex having people, unsexuals, whatever the fuck you want to call it, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you, we can't mix groups with them because you see what the fuck they're doing. They slide in the line of what's what. This is why you, you cannot be a group of we we just black, but we got the facts. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, brother boy. So, so, so basically, they saying if a, if a, uh, if a, when a motherfucker claim that they're a faggot or whatever, they basically ain't, ain't black no more, right? Is that what they saying? Exactly. You ain't black no more. You a whole other motherfucking ethnicity, man. That's a whole other group of people. This our sister. But this was the, and you see how this shit go though. But this is also a slight end of the Black Lives. This that Black Lives Matter shit right here. See, this is how you take over. This is how you take over and create a whole other niche for yourself. You take it, run all the motherfucking straight people out of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Run the straight people out, and then it's nothing but it's Black Lives Matter because we the only ones who who matter. We matter. I don't. This was a, a, a when I seen the article, like I said, when I seen the article, it was, it was disturbing at the least that the brother can't, you know, he's at the gym, he's still like the fags hitting on him. Now he's like, yo, it's mad fags in the locker room. I can't even go in there because all the fags in there. So you know, it's multiple fags there, multiple. You know what I mean? They in there lifting weights. I don't know how brolic fag acts, but I I think if you got a Gang of these motherfucking uh, 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 predators, because they predators. Got a gang of these predators together, they might come up out. They might say about anything out their motherfucking mouth. They might be bold enough to say about anything fly out of their mouth, especially knowing they got the law on their side, which is automatic. The fact that they got they got they got the law on their side. So you know, I, I'm I'm I could never you know you know I'm, I'm for the brothers. You know, the brother, he, uh, it, you know, was fucked up. He had spent time in jail, in jail, for not liking fags, looking at you, for feeling uncomfortable around fags. You got to go to jail for that. You know what I mean? And, 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 and you know, I, I, I knew when they said that, you know, it was some people was, was near him. So I seen there was a woman who was, who was there, Laverne. Oh, Laverne, I said, oh, man, he definitely wasn't going to get no help from Laverne. <laughs> it's a and shame. Think, you know, it's just that's what it be though. Women just women just be like not all our women. Not all the women. And I don't know if Laverne was black or white, but Laverne sound like she might have been I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna be real about it, bro boy. You like you like you said, it's not all our women but but black women are their biggest supporters. Yeah, man, it was they biggest support system. But but I mean it's not all our sisters though, man. We don't wanna uh Word, you know what I'm saying? We don't wanna pop it. We don't wanna put that out there like that. But there's yeah. there's a disturbingly there's a disturbing amount. I'm not gonna say it's large or small, but there's a disturbing amount of of sisters who uh defend a lot of that faggotry, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know where that comes from exactly, but 
know that, you know, women be having some of these sons, and so some of them be making their sons weak, so I guess they got to deal with other faggots too. But I don't know what it is, but there's, and not just black women, but there's a feminized, because they are feminized, it seems like they, they move into this, uh, this little cult together. It's though because I, I act like a woman, now I can, you know, women more comfortable with me. I don't know how. I don't know what the fuck that is. But it's normally if a man who is masculine is in an altercation with one of these effeminized men, there's normally a taking up for the effeminized man. There's normally a, some type of thing where he needs to be protected. It needs to be protected. Yeah. Why are you doing them like that? Yeah, why? Yep, exactly. Why are you doing them like that? Why are you saying this about them? Not recognizing full on that this is a man, not a baby, not a child, not someone that needs someone to defend them, but someone that can defend themselves perfectly well. And and a lot of times sisters don't even realize they can defend themselves perfectly well. And I've seen faggots plenty of time act like women and jump on sisters. And sisters hang with them. And, and, and a when you think ass. about it, I mean, what kind of woman are they trying to be like? They're trying to be like a black woman. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we want to goddamn be, no matter what race or faggot it is, man, that, that's what they're trying to be like, bro. That's like they ultimately go. You know what I'm saying? And so it's not really a surprise that then you talk about, when we talk about the mental uh, fuckery, you know what I'm saying, that it's being put on our people, bro, you know, you know, it's not surprising to see that black women are their biggest supporters. You know what I'm saying? Not surprised. It's not surprising to me. I would say this, it hurts like a motherfucker. That, that to, to a man, nothing hurts more, more to a man than to see a woman, goddamn me, let a nigga be soft. Let a nigga be a soft-ass nigga. That shit just, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it hurt me to see another soft-ass nigga. Yeah, it, it hurts you to see that. But, like, you know, if a woman have a son or something, you know what I'm saying? And and, and she, she baby him to the utmost or something. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm telling you, it hurt me to see brolic punks, man. I was seeing brothers, man. I'm telling you, we see this brother who lived, lived around the corner from me on the block we was on, man. I'm talking about this a big, this was a big punk, man. And I'm talking about big punk. This punk was huge. Ricky Williams looking punk, man. And every time I used to see this fool in a dress and a wig and all type of shit, I, my whole heart used to just drop. You know what I'm saying? Because not only I'm hurting for what he's showing our rest of our babies, then I know that he done been fucking totally... You, some of them been totally uh, uh, destroyed in you. For you as a man, and I'm talking about a brolic man, not like no, you know, not no little, you know, simply slim, soft, you know, brother look like he might be a little, you know, sweet round the collar, you know, just, and I ain't even saying that, I'm just going, I'm just, and I'm being stereotypical, y'all don't, y'all don't mind me, I'm just, I'm just being, you know, but I don't, you know, you don't see the, Fonsworth Bentley, not no Fonsworth Bentley looking, looking Joker. You know what I'm saying? Not, not about nigga, goddamn big ass. 
<laughs> Big ass punk, man. I'm talking about, about uh, Bruno Like, looking like a runner. Like, like Terry Crews. Exactly. This type, exactly. This type of brother where he got this type of physique and frame where you like, God, deep. Like, yo, this motherfucker, this, this thing right here, man. You get it in. You look right here, yo. But, got a dress on. And it hurt. It hurt to see. I, 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 I do. I'm hurt when I see black men like acting like faggots, man. Straight up, man. I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't like that shit at all. I don't like that shit at all, man. You know what I'm saying? And it's disturbing. It's very disturbing. I'm glad one thing that I, that I realized that I see some punks out here talk punkish and stuff like that. And I'm glad they don't even. Uh, one punk who lived over here, he done ran off the street. If it's punks up and down here right now, they hiding out. They they wearing, you know, they acting regular. But one thing that I know, man, I don't like, you know, punk, you can't talk to me like a punk. You can't talk to me. I'm like man, that's damn right. Yeah, you can't talk yeah. to me the way you talk to the talk to your friends. You talk to women and shit like that. And I done seen some punks. Well, I'm talking about these punks talk mad punkish, super sweet. But when they speak to me, they speak to me like regular like regular fucking dude. Now with none of that long ass drawn out shit. Hey, no that bullshit. Now none of that shit, man. You know, motherfucker say what up, or whatever the fuck you gonna say. But whatever you say, you better say that shit like a man. And keep your shit moving. Um, in relationship to that story, I like to say black power to that brother for holding the line. Um. You know, you, you see the bullshit with the cracker beast when it comes to his uh, perverted sexual um, behavior. I mean, the brother had a right to his, uh, I thought there was something called the First Amendment, uh, free speech. Um, um, for that free speech to be a, a, a now a law called ethnic intimidation in the same state where the cop, cracker beast cop, murdered Tamir Rice, and you can't get a conviction, let alone a conviction for ethnic intimidation. State of Ohio where, you know, the Klan can parade up and down the motherfucking street, but the prosecutor don't find it fit to bring forth uh, an indictment for ethnic intimidation. You know, it's some mm-hmm. sick shit, and it's really a, dis- a fucking disgrace. And, again, black power to that brother for holding the line against that sick homosexuality bullshit. I say I say, I say. Yo, I'm glad you seen this sliver of, of, of the good lining in there. Because that is, like Powell said, brother, for holding the line and being uncompromising and how he going about it, man. We're right. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? That, that is, you know, we definitely got to give that respect to that brother for holding the line when he ain't have to when in situations like that has to be intimidated and not to say nothing because they make it seem like it's against the law for you not to like some shit. But the motherfucker could not like what I'm saying, but I can't not like what the fuck you doing. I say, what about his ethnic intimidation in that gym and shit? He can't go into the locker room because all the fags up in there looking at him and sitting and sick shit. What about that? Exactly. Y'all intimidating me because of my sexual orientation. Because I like women. I'm intimidated by all these punks in here. Y'all motherfuckers like... Dicks and asses, and in the wrong way, nigga. 
And I, I would be, I'd be intimidated too. I'd be uncomfortable than a motherfucker if I was at the gym. I'd be super uncomfortable if I was at the gym working out. And I went into the locker room and I could no visibly see four, five, six bags in there while I'm in there getting changes. Nah, this ain't no situation I want to be in. Nah, nah, nah. Me and five, four, five. You know, it's the, it's the, do you know the, uh, the whole thing of, of just the, the the mob mentality type shit, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like you said, bro. You, you know what I'm saying? If you're in the presence of one faggot, bro, he, he'll give you your respect. You know what I'm saying? When it gets to seven, eight, nine of them motherfuckers, they is a doorknock. Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to goddamn me standing in that paint with them hoes, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? They they say something out of line, my nigga. You gonna have to go and get out there with all eight of them, my nigga. Exactly, cause they got that mob mentality. It's a mob mentality to it, bro. It's just like the white boys, right? You talk to if it be one white boy, right, around a bunch of niggas, right, or or, or around you. Just say you yourself, right? One white boy, his way of his way of, of talking to you and 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 uh, his mannerism around you gonna be totally different. Then, it, then if it's, you know what I'm saying, a large number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Speaking of that brother boy, man, I was just reading a story, man, about, uh, oh, I need to go and find this again, man. Uh, the queen and her, and her boy, the queen and her baby daddy, her brother was jumped by a bunch of crackers. You hear about this? Nah. Nah, I ain't see that story. Nah, I ain't, I ain't seen nothing about nothing about it, brother. Uh, happened in the Bay Area. Mm. They say they had a park, right? They had a park chilling, and uh, at, at three white boys come up, they start chopping it up with the white boys, all cool and shit. You know what I'm saying? On on some just some cool shit. But they say shit after about thirty minutes, about. Nine or ten more white boys come up, but they still on some cool shit, chopping it up. Then they start, the white boys start getting into it with each other on some slick shit. They start banging on the niggas, man. Mm-hmm. Went all out on Stabbed them up and everything, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because why do it to us? If we got anger, let's take it out on them. Why take it out on each other? Let's take it out on them. We got anger. See? Now, I can't... Listen. I don't want nothing like that to happen. Patrick, right there, bro. Now, what was that you said? I was just saying what you said. Uh, take it out on them. Take it out on them. That's the plan for Exactly. I'm telling you, you might have to take a page out that book. Like how? Like how? Yeah, hey, in no way. In no way, man. Take a page out that book. That's that's serious right there. That's serious, and that's one of the reasons why you got to be you got to be careful when you're in situations around a lot, a, a lot of these Tamahoos at one time. Can't trust no situation where you around a lot of Tamahoos at one time. Once the numbers start getting up. And they start outnumbering y'all four to one and shit like that. If numbers start getting up like that, man, you got to watch these motherfuckers, man. 
trust. You got to watch. Because, see, one of us is scared. One of us can, can intimidate. Two, three of them. One of us can intimidate, but man, now you got so many brolic ones. One of us can intimidate two, three of them at a time. No problem. No problem. But once they get their numbers up, trust me. That my mentality of motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't need no liquid courage after that. Once they get their numbers up, they're just going to fall in naturally. But I did not see that story at all, man. I, I said, told I'm going to put the, I'm gonna put the link in the uh, back room, man. All right. Hmm. Oh. That's all, though, man. You got to keep your goddamn guard up, though, my nigga. Like, you can't be late. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that. Fuck that, nigga. I ain't let my guard up. That. It's, it's, when the first three walk up, nigga, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. This is why you can't play them. Listen, you can't do it. Listen, man, you got to be business-like with these jokers, man. You got to be about business with them. If it ain't about business, we can't be sitting there lollygagging and bullshitting. We chopping up, laughing, laughing, joking, joking, all this shit, joking, oh, we talking about the weather and all that, man. You ain't got no reason talking about the weather with white folks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, look, man, especially in the woods, nowhere. We in the park, in the woods, somewhere, man. No. We somewhere secluded, isolated. I don't got no conversation. It's time, it's time to roll. Yeah, man. It's time to roll or it's time to fight. It's one of the two. One of the two. We got we need to catch Yeah, because there's too many of y'all. There's too many of y'all at once. Especially they roll up a bunch of dudes. As soon as they get it, oh, nah, man. And you know they start to arguing. If you, if you done been there that long. It's going to turn on you. You've been there too long. You've been there too long. The only time you're supposed to watch the white people argue is from a distance. Goddamn right. Watch white people fight each other from a distance. You don't get up close because, trust me, they would easily turn that anger towards you. It's the natural thing to do. Self-preservation kick in. It's the natural thing to do. I got anger. I want to get it off. Who should we get it off on? Well, shit, we both be able to look. You know what? Right now, we both as what? See, this one, this one, like, I was talking to, to one of the old schools earlier, bro. You know what I'm saying? He's speaking on you know what I'm saying, bro? That's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. Why you so, you know what I'm saying? This what you're stressing on, right? I'm making my understand, like, goddamn, my nigga, this is the, what you need to understand in the history right here. Oh, my nigga. Because the shit is still goddamn, it's still popping this shit the same way. If you had, if them niggas had a new, had a bed, aware, you know what I'm saying, heightened awareness, my nigga, you know what I'm saying, knowledge of, knowledge of goddamn, or they self in this beast, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? They, ain't no way they would have got them being caught in that predicament. Not ready. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if they'd have been caught in that predicament, it would have been more than just three black folk got jumped. It would have been something else. You know what I'm saying? Been down too. One of the white boys. You, know, you hear me, bro? White boys been down too. Oh, you got some of us, but we got some of you. Y'all going down too, because you already aware of this. We know what's happening. 
Because you know the first thing that happens when you're in a situation, we go, listen, man, this shit goes down too many times for us not to know exactly what happened, man. The first thing black people are screaming, what? What happened? What did I do? Listen, if you ever been in a situation, man, and I, look, I'm out, I, I can only, I, all right, let me I see how I say this, man. All right, if you ever been in a situation, though, you've seen this before, right? A person that's oblivious to the fact that somebody want to fuck them up. Oblivious. Yeah. As yep. soon as the person hit him, what's the first thing they say? What What did I do? They do not go into fight mode. They go into questioning, fear, and shock. They do not go into prepare to defend yourself or, or go into offense. They leave that out, and they stay fucked up about 30, 30 seconds, 45 seconds. They'll stay in the mode of what did I do wrong while being hit. While being hit, man. And by the time they realize that they should have been fighting, it's too late. Your ass whooped already before you they figure out. Getting off the ground. It's done. too late. It's too late before you even think about the fact that, yo, I should have been fighting. I should have been fighting. Now, by the time they start to fighting, that's only the only thing your thought is, I should have I should have been fighting. Because the fight is gone already. fight already over. You already fucked up in the game, getting stomped out, and your best bet is try to cover up all your motherfucking major organs in your head and neck. I just feel like, man, us as niggas, man, you know what I'm saying? We got that. We got that. That that, that other sense, bro, where we can sense bullshit like that. But a lot of us don't want to listen to that shit, bro. You got to trust that motherfucking voice, my nigga. When that hoe telling your ass, this ain't, this, this ain't what's up. She got the role, my nigga. That's how, the, that's how y'all is some bullshit. Now, you you right about that, too. You right about that, brother Tim. I'm telling you, your voice do come to you. Man, look, look, bro. When I, I, I had that voice before. I was there, right? Whenever I was there, my nigga. Then when I locked up my nigga, look, if it would get too quiet in that motherfucker, nigga, you knew something was finna pop off my, like, you, you'd be a happy-go-lucky day. Let it get too quiet in that hole. Niggas, nigga, nigga, since it's going in the goddamn work. Yup. Gotta yeah, trust them motherfuckers, bruh, or you end up in the middle of some bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's the most dangerous time when it get quiet. You can feel the energy when no one ain't saying nothing. They just putting that. You can feel the. You can feel what they the force. You're like, what the fuck? Nigga, oh, it's the force in here. Something about to happen. Let me get my back to the wall. Something about to happen. Something going on here. You can feel it. You're right. You can feel it. You be like something going on. I just feel like, in, you know what I'm saying, in the world, you do that too, man. You know what I'm saying? You sit, when you feel that, when you feel that energy shift, bro, you got to, you know what I'm saying, you got to either flip in the war mode or you got to, you know what I'm saying? It's fight or flight, right? Yeah. It's you, you fight or flight. You got to, you know what I'm saying, you got to make, you gotta make a, 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 a goddamn me decisive motherfucking decision. I don't know if that's the right words, but you know I fuck words up all the time. You know, what you got to do though? You got to make a motherfucking decision right then and there, man. Some thought you got to do it now. You got to do that 
Because you know, you only got you got one or two choices, man. And you know what I mean? You got one or two choices always. You always, you know, sometimes you got more than two choices, but you always uh, get to choose. And sometimes we don't listen to that voice. And you know, we talk so much against it, even to, to really trust our own selves. We don't trust our own thoughts, man. I'm telling you, you know what I'm saying? We don't trust ourselves, man. I'm telling you, we don't trust it to go right. Because every way you do this shit, you... Yo, listen, we don't trust ourselves because we do this shit right and we know we doing it right and this shit come out wrong. Goddamn right. And you be like, what the... Goddamn right, man. I know I was doing this shit right, man. And still end up wrong in the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard to trust yourself. It's hard to trust your voice. You know you've been doing this shit 30 years, 40 years. You just, shit just going wrong. You don't even... Oh, fuck it. Fuck it. I don't know no, no, no better. Fuck it. Because this... You got to have that voice, man. Because, listen, man, you got to stop trusting that. That's what happened. Oh, man. That's what happened. Our people stop trusting that. And you talking about a park that made me think about that shit going on in Brooklyn. Well, I don't know. Every time I see that story... Again in Brooklyn, it makes me it just makes me keep reevaluating what in the hell is we getting out the news. That was just a perfect way of propaganda and just bullshit being spread across the news with no problem. They don't have to tell you the truth. They don't have to tell you the truth in Brooklyn. In the news, they don't have to tell you no truth. Not at all. Not on not on channel four, channel five, eight. eight. They got to tell you. That shit on none of that shit. CNN, none of that shit. I got a brother off of ABC News, I believe, with a quote talking about that shit, man. Brother, yeah, I, I got. I'm, I'm finding and reading. Brother, brother, who's a news anchor? Some of how fake it is, but he was like how how bad he felt about giving people the, the lies and shit. But anyway, um, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York, Brooklyn, New York. We had uh, a. You know, the alleged gang rape by five savage Negroes when this gang rape a black girl. Is that the one where the daddy's supposed to have left the scene or something? Now, listen, right here, listen, listen. It goes from the first day, it goes from the boyfriend. Four, five, four, five dudes approach all the heat. On the boyfriend and the girlfriend, tell the boyfriend to meet. She run. Day rape. All right. The next day, it, no, it wasn't the boyfriend. It was the father. And he ran, and they raped him. Three days, three days later, it's no, it wasn't the father. It was, the father didn't run. He was drunk. She was drunk. They was having sex in the park together. Then the boys... Ah, get the fuck out of here. No, no, listen, yeah. No, 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 it goes. It goes, this is, this is, this is the fourth story. Then it, then it turns up, it's a new story. Now, yes, the father was having sex with her, but the, all the boys was invited to the sex. And she just claimed rape after the fact. Five days, five different motherfucking stories, man. Damn. 
five days, five different motherfucking stories, man. I'm telling you. And they still went to go arrest these before. So, what the fuck's going on? The fifth one showed up at school. They got him at school. He don't know what the fuck's going on. What do you mean, man? It was a jump off at the park. What are you talking about? It did nothing. We had a jump off at the park. What? We had a arrested for that? For the jump off? Oh, my God, I can't believe it. But, but now, you got to look how this shit just shaped up, man. It just makes black men just look savage. The black one, now, now it goes, what the hell is going on here? That's what it, that's what it does, man. Makes, makes niggas look like savage. Okay, we couldn't get Bill. That goddamn, that damn chick done got Bill out of this shit looking good. We need another, we need some other shit. Listen, man, I'm telling you, and I'm not saying this because it's like, oh, um, to slight any type of sexual assault. But trust me, man, it's, it's 50 states, it's 500 sexual assaults going on every goddamn day. Trust me on that, man. 10 to each state. Y'all think it ain't 10 Crazy motherfuckers sexually assaulting some woman in every state, every day of the year. You trust me, there's something wrong with you. Because I know this shit's going on. There's too many women been sexually assaulted. To me, to me that, you know, I, look, now I ain't saying everybody, but I'm saying at least 10 crazy people is out doing some crazy shit. You know what I mean? But look at all the cases that they could pull up, put on the news. It's so fucking we look at we look at this bandit. This is all across the nation. This nationwide. Yep. This nationwide. This is this nationwide? Why is this nationwide? What about the what about the crackhead? Why wasn't it nationwide? Why I had to be all on the internet all hard to find out that this billionaire cracker uh, raped his own four month old in got out. Well, I got the style with the style with the internet. I got the you know you got to be digging. Niggas barely posting this shit on. You don't even see it on Facebook. Niggas ain't barely even posting this shit. It ain't on Twitter. I got to dig for that. But I'm getting a hundred hours of the Brooklyn Madness. Yep, but contrast that to what happened to Sister Tawana Brawley. <laughs> yep. She was the all of a she was the criminal. That's right. Even though <laughs> you know, identified the car was identified that Stephen Pocones was in with the other rapist cracker beast by the mailman. Okay, even though Sister Tawana Brawley ends up with a sexual disease, the same strand that Pagonis had, that his wife had to go to the doctor to get a fucking prescription for. Mm-hmm. The murder of the the other rapist, Harry Chris. Mm-hmm. We got know? all this, all this. All this. And we can say Pagonis is a rapist on this show. We can show. say it. We can say it. You want to come through it, Cracker? You come through it. So we can go to court. Okay. And I need to get the other two names. That's what I got to do. Put them in papers, get the other two names, so I can say their names, too. 
But all that, all that evidence, still nothing. The sister's outlaw. She can't step in New York, stay or her mama without being arrested. All that. And the jump off gets what? Okay. Yeah, the jump off. Come on. Listen, this ain't, this, this ain't to talk bad about the sisters. But this is to understand what goes on, the, the, the dynamics of what goes on in neighborhoods, especially these neighborhoods that we live in. Now, we're getting worldwide news for this. And now we, and, and what it is is images that's being murdered. It's nothing. To, it, it ain't about them. It ain't about them. It's about the black woman being easy. Anybody can have her. All of y'all can have her. Being a savage, he take anything, he rape anything, have sex with anything, his own child. Then, then allow his child is all four or five other men right after they're savages, wild animals. That's why we putting them down. They wild animals. Y'all don't think they should be put that's down? Exactly what they, that's exactly what they're getting to. This is the reason why we killing them. Yeah, that's why we killing them. That's why we killing them. We bail got off. Oh fuck that! Bail got off. We got God damn it. We need some more rapists. You know what I mean? Bail got off. We need some more rapists out here. We don't need nothing else but rapists, black people. We don't need that though. We need rapists, black men. That's what we need to show. So we can't keep pumping this bill shit. Cause Bill's lawyer said he she's suing all of these goddamn motherfuckers. She's suing everybody. And so we got to shut the fuck up about that because she's serious and she's got a case. So we're going to leave that alone if we need some more rapists out here. And it also helps with their other new um, genocidal assault, which they're really pushing hard, you know, like never before. And that is to get, you know, the black woman with the cracker beast man. Mm-hmm. That's her only man. It's like that's her only choice. I think the best way to look at these times that we're living in right now will be through the goggles that Amos Wilson told us, you know, looking at everything backwards. So in terms of what you know, all all the things that we, we, we expect to be things that need to be taken care of in the name of justice. We see the opposite. And we see the issues that need to be kept up under the rug or be, you know, really really shouldn't have no focus on, on attention, get all the attention. And really what you see what's going on is really this is switching in, in, in regards to what's right and what's wrong. You see what I'm saying? What the fuck is right and what's wrong? Oftentimes just by assumption, people assuming people are living in, assumptions, you know what I mean? Assuming things are what they are because they're only going on what they can see and really can't see past their nose in some cases. You see what I'm saying? And right now, it's really a switch of tide because I know when I was coming up, it was really about keeping it real, you know, keeping it thorough. Right now, it's it's, it's really the opposite. It's, it's really showing in every facet right now. So what we're seeing right now is really false times in every context where the worst crime you can commit right now is committing the truth because because we're seeing we're seeing we're seeing the ultimate layer of white supremacy formate 
and, and, and it's becoming to the point now where it's becoming a, a totalitarian system, meaning that meaning that white folks have been made the decision. They they tried everything now, and, and the one thing that they have going for themselves is the only thing that's been going for themselves, and that's you know mainly military force. And that's what we're seeing right now in regards to how they're trying to control things. But one thing to keep in mind, you know what I'm saying, we've been through this shit before. And what's really pushing the European right now is what we need to keep in mind is his problem with reproducing. Often we need to, we need to study Europeans are, are, are if, we, if we for example if we talk about um, we talk about uh, what's the word I'm looking for eugenics. When we get into all the the role that they play in with abortion clinics and all this shit, we also need to study what's the statistics on Europeans reproducing. And it's getting lower and it's getting lower. And why it's getting lower and it's getting lower, what, 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 what y'all just cite a reference from? A brother who got punished for uh, 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 basically going in on a faggot? Exactly. And the homosexual now, it goes beyond gender. I thought gender, see, it's gender bending and it's cultural bending. Ethnicity. It's a whole new ethnic group. Oh, so what you really see what's going on is these motherfuckers prying our innocence. What is innocence? This shit don't exist no more in this society because they rob everything that's supposed to be innocent. They take the, you know, I mean, you know things that you're even supposed to see as being pure innocent don't exist no more. That's what we're going through right now with this motherfucker, man, because that's capitalism. That's what's so fucked up about capitalism, because after you used everything, after you exploited everything, it becomes a system that can't be even fucked with no more, you know what I mean? Like Europe. That's polit- culturally and politically dead. And don't y'all see that's what's going on right now? People are so motherfucking, uh, 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 oh, what's the word I'm looking for? <sighs> Apathetic. <laughs> huh? Can somebody look that word up? Apathetic. Not empathetic, you know, you empathetic, but apathetic. These motherfuckers are very apathetic, especially out here in California. You know what I mean? You could be sitting there leaking on the ground, bleeding, shot down. I think that's going on everywhere. And, and the level of sensitivity towards humanity is just fucking gone. Real. Real talk. Doing or feeling no interest, enthusiasm, or concern. You know, that's it. So you, and that's in anything. You be lucky you get an honest conversation with a motherfucker. They got a working mind. They got a, there's somebody that got longer than 20, 20 minute attention span on any subject, on any subject. You know what I mean? People, 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 man, they bobbing people's souls. You know what I'm saying? In regards to their mind frame, because people, <laughs> it's crazy out here, man. Most of us surviving, but those of us surviving is looking at the motherfuckers that's caught up in it as a means of surviving. Like, God damn, this motherfucker's something else. 
But the tactics ain't changed. They just getting more extreme. And they getting more extreme now because everything Yes, 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 yes. Niggas need to record this shit. Uh uh uh. This is what these niggas ain't telling y'all in regards to anthropology and all this shit was stepping up. Everything that Darwin said is coming true. Meaning the day when Europeans will have to look up and see that they're no longer being able they're keeping up and controlling the world by means of financial and power, but damn it, they're not making no babies. Remember on on the previous show we had a discussion about them trying to have that thousand year empire. You gotta have heirs to the throne, right? They ain't got no birth rate though. You can see that all over America, all of Europe. Look up this word right here too, uh, uh, brother boy. You on? Uh, 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 uh. Let me get let me get it right. Let me get my terminology right. Uh, Aging population. Got a little lot of semantics. BB48, fam. Peace to everybody. Good topic. I, I just wanted to say we just got to uh, look at the trend, you know, in, in uh, my organization. We've been going over looking at the trends around the country. And when you study the trends, you're supposed to predict future events. And that, you know, we need to do that. I mean, we need to do shows like this more and more, like the situation in Detroit with the water. That's going to happen. That's happening all around the country. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's a tactic that they're using. That's a, a military tactic that they're using. And I think it was you, born. We have to get our own kits and test the water because we bathe it in that water. Mm-hmm. You know, it's time for us to step up our scientific mind and fight back. That's what's gonna uh that's how we're gonna stay alive. We we have to produce the technology to protect ourselves because we see the trends happening all around the country. And you know we get surprised at what they do, but you know, most of us we're not surprised by it. But it's just gonna happen more and more. We'll put this definition real quick. Uh, they say population, and it is, they're giving it to me, uh, population agent instead of agent population. But um, anyway, it says it's a phenomenon that occurs when the median age of a country or region rises due to rising, rises due to rising life expectancy and or declining fertility rate. Like, 
You find a definition, Brother Warren? Yeah. I just <laughs> what happened because you dropped off the line? Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm doing two, three things at once, man. <laughs> no job, is it, right? I know what time of year it is, and you know yeah. what I do. This is what happened, though, right? When you look up age and population, right, and you, and you try to get a definition or a meaning for it, what they do is they switch the words into population aging. And um and and this in this state um is a phenomenon that occurs when the median age of a country or or region rises due to rising life expectancy or declining fertility rates. That's what it is. That's declining fertility rate. Listen, listen, listen. Sit. Okay, okay. Remember when they teach people in business classes and all that? They always say it's supply and demand, right? the same thing for fertility. We read the first half of that definition. It's a phenomenon that occurs when the median age of a, of a country or a region rises due to due to rising life expectancy. Ain't that what's going on right now? Meaning, let me let me let me let me, let me contextualize that. Meaning, social security for white folks has worked. Mm-hmm. You have more retired white folks who are you have you have a large number of Europeans let me make it more simpler. The majority of you the European populations are retired motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Meaning you can say there's fifty million Europeans. Out of that fifty million Europeans, seventy five percent you can use the medium. You can do the ratio. That's the ratio that they're giving you right there for medium. You can do the ratio on that. But basically, it's slowly, it's saying that they're slowly committing subtle suicide because read the other half of the def- the last half again. He said, um, well, rises due to rising life expectancy and or declining fertility rate. Fertility rate. The life expectancy of Europeans is going up while their fertility rate is going down, meaning Europeans are living retirement, meaning Europeans had a formula. They were having one or two kids at 40 or 50 years old, were populating, and boom, the fertility rate has gone down. They lose a 40% to every generation in the schools. You see, you see the big picture? That's why, that's why Greece cracked. We talking about the, how Greeks fell recently, and how Greeks fell in the past with all the homosexuality. All it takes is all it takes is fluid. Let's, let's just take any nation. If they have homosexuality for more than twenty five, thirty years, they have no army. If they and if they were mongering, they have no army. What happened to those Greeks? Why did the Romans have slave army? You see what I'm saying? The concept of a slave army. If you notice, most homosexual rulers have slave. Okay, you see 300, right? The movie 300 is fictional, but they showed the Persian king as being a faggot and having a slave army, right? 
right? They portrayed the Spartan as being one who wanted to uphold his woman, right? And that the, the birthright of being a Spartan or an African came from that to being of a woman. You see what I'm saying? In, in the New World Order, it says that shit in the second page. I'll read it again if need be, but it says that homosexuality will run rampant. The state will, run the, will raise the children. See what I'm saying? Hold on. Because it's so prevalent right now. Let me go right here. On page, it's not even the page. Always read the prefix to a book so you know what they're talking about. It says, so the people of the world can now determine what those changes are that those in positions of implementing change have in store for them. In summary, then these are the changes. The old world, we're talking about Europeans now. Listen to how we're talking about Europeans. I'm quoting. The old world is coming to an end. It will be replaced with a new way of doing things. The new world will be called the new world order. Quote, this new structuring will redistribute property from the have nations and it will give it to the have-not nations. I'm going to stop right there. That has to do with the population thing that I just said. You, you see what I'm saying? In 2010, the United States Census declared certain Hispanics whites, while at the same time running a strict-ass population control uh, implementation of Arizona, the border policy, right? They did this shit before. They'll make certain ethnic groups white. Help them, you know, you see what I'm saying? So this new structuring will redistribute property from the have nations and will give it to the have not nations. The new world order will include changes in, quote, the family. That's priority number one. Homose homosexual marriage will be legalized. Parents will not be allowed to raise their children the state will. All women will be employed by the state and not allowed to be, quote, homemakers. Divorce will become exceedingly easy, and monogamous marriage will be ex slowly phased out. Two, the workplace. The government will become the owner of all the factories of production. The private ownership of property will be outlawed. Three, religion. Religion will be outlawed and believers will be either eliminated or imprisoned. There will be a new religion, the worship of man and his mind. All will believe in the new religion. The United States will play a major role in bringing it to the world. War wars have been fought to further its aims. Adolf Hitler. The Nazi socialists supported the goal of the planners. The majority of the people will not readily accept, quote, the new world order, but will be deceived into accepting into two main strategies. The first strategy is those in favor of the changes will become seated in the very thumbs of power generally without the public realizing that. Two, the world order will be destroyed piece by piece. The old world order. 
will be destroyed piece by piece by a series of planned nibbles at the established format. And listen to this when this was wrote. The Communist Party is actively supporting the changes to the New World Order. The basic tenets of Christianity, which are the base for the old order, will be eliminated. If the slower methodical techniques of change do not function, violence will be introduced and controlled by the planners. You know, that's the last resort. The people of the world will not give up their freedom to the controllers because there will be a planned famine or some other serious occurrence such as a depression or a war. The change to the new world order is coming shortly, perhaps beginning after 1989. Just show you when this book was written. However, if not the year, it will be introduced one step at a time so that the entire structure will be put in place by the year 1999. Now we can break all that shit down. Starting with... <laughs> Before you go, get a title of the book and everything. Give, give everybody the information so they know exactly where you're you going from. This is a New World Order book, ain't it? Yeah. The front looks like the dollar bell, right? Yep. It's funny because when you pick this book up, I can, okay, okay, okay. Y'all ain't read this book. This shit came out in 1990, right? I mean, it was probably written in 88, 89 when he read the book. But I'm going to read off the motherfucking table of contents. And y'all don't tell me if it don't sound like a lot of these niggas' debates. Tomorrow's Rulers, Chapter 1. The New Age Movement, Chapter 2. Lore Matria, Chapter 3. The Ancient Mysteries, Chapter 4. Secret Societies, Chapter 5. Concealed Mysteries, Chapter 6. Serpents, Stars, and Suns, Chapter 7. The Author's Clarification, Chapter 8. Luther, uh, Lucifer Worship. Chapter 9. Becoming a God. Chapter 10. Sons of Light. Chapter 11. East and West. Chapter 12. The Pyramid of Giza. Chapter 13. The, o the Obelisk. Chapter 14. The Illuminati. Chapter 15. Karl Marx and Satanism. Chapter 16. Adolf Hitler, a Satanist. Chapter 17. The Great Seal. Chapter 18. The Freemasons. Chapter 19. Those who reject. Chapter 19. Uh, uh, uh. Albert Pike. 
chapter 21. Hiran Ibliff, chapter 21. The Hierarchy, chapter 23. Masonic Obligations, chapter 24. The 33rd Degree, chapter 25. The hum- Humanist. Don't that sound like, deba- like, like lectures you heard before? A lot of niggas got this book. The attack on religion, the attack on the family, the right of association, the attack on education, Russian laws, the attack on poverty, the attack on nationalism, answering the skeptic, Reagan and Bush. So, go get this, go get this joint, man. It's a good book. Because it's a good, it's a good, it's a good book. It's gonna give you the forecast on this political shit that's going on right now, so you see what's really going on, and you see the game that they playing right now. Especially my niggas who play chess. I say, I know I'm gonna go back and buy it again. I gave my first one away, but um, it was something around the hood that had had. So you right when you say you think that a lot of them have that book. Uh, I'm inclined to agree with you on that. The NOI used to carry that book. Somebody stole mine a long time ago. They used to come like a set with that one and the 666 of Revelation or some shit like that. Mark of Abuse or something. But I know that was in the NOI bookstore. That's where I got mine. And that was a while ago. Like 14, 15 years ago. Old debt. <laughs> when you, when you, when you see, when you, when you see that, when you look at that population, that aging population, and really, really, really meditate on it, because. Like, like, put an aging population and then go to Google Images so you see an image of what the fuck how it's, it's, it's used. It's a ratio. You see what I'm saying? When life, when, when Europeans go in and they analyze the stability of countries, they look at the factors and they say the old, what is the, 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 the life expectancy of the adult? And then they tie in what is how how at the same rate how fast are they reproducing? You know what I'm saying? When they look at African nations or they look at African Americans, whether it be in America, whether it be anywhere, we're we have the, the both benefits in our, in our in our in our in our favor. Meaning, our elders are living older, and our youngsters are still having babies young. You know what I'm saying? Despite murder. That's socially created. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Despite all the social constructions, because that's what they are, our numbers are still, meaning Mother Nature, natural selection has us still in our favor. You see what I'm saying? Sure. The European has to evolve other techniques because evolution is some, it, it, a synthetic process. You can, take, you can quote me on that. Evolution is a synthetic process the way Europeans use it. Mm-hmm. Next is the Africans, you know what I'm saying? 
And I'm only tying that in. But what do you mean? Because scientific niggas make it is social science. It's a social science. And it's used as a rationale for interpretation when they're dealing with anything that's scientific. You know what I'm saying? And that's the base. And you can tie that in. See, everything connects. It's a spider web. So you can tie that in, and you can still reference Francis Wilson because what she's saying is still true. They're not reproducing. And I'm echoing somebody. That might be my mic real quick. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to mute my drink. Okay, okay, okay. So you can see, you can tie that in. That's the agitation factor for Europeans when they get up in the morning. And they go in the morning and they drop the children to school. The first, that's the reminder that they're losing as much as they're in power. And that's a slap to the face. When you didn't did all this shit to motherfucking try to maintain stability of your people. All this fake grass, fake-ass communities in the middle of this natural-ass jungle. It's to, it's to maintain the stability of a weak race who couldn't make it otherwise. See what I'm saying? And they destroyed all this jungle and shit. And now they, for them to, you know, for one of their top scientists to give them a call and say, hey, man, man, your motherfuckers are still weak. Matter of fact, we're not reproducing. They don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? It's easier to say push the button and get rid of them, but you, you can't just get rid of one of the planet's oldest species that's been here since day one. The African. So that's what's going on. That's that's the that's the social filter. So when, when white folks see and hear about us getting gunned down in the streets, you know they they they, you know we don't really look at sperm banks. Like you, it's a, it's a opposite to everything, man. If y'all can hear what the fuck I'm saying. Listen to me clearly. When I say the opposite of everything, while Europeans have socially constructed uh, 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 abortion clinics and sisters, are, you know, and black men make decisions to abort their babies, white kids are going to sperm banks. Or white families, white couples are going to sperm banks. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, if you look at it, if you look at it, they, they uh, like if you ever go in, in a lot of, uh, like just ride by a white neighborhood, ride through it. You know, that's what you don't see. Whereas you will see Planned Parenthood in the, in the black neighborhood. What I'm saying, that too. What I'm saying is, wow. Black families is making the choice on damn. You know, you haven't. You don't have a problem with fertility. You don't have a problem to get your queen pregnant. The problem is, you know what I mean? While you, you're not having that problem, the European is going to, she need, you know, he got all the money to pop, but this white bitch ain't got no eggs. You see what I'm saying? That's right. Anyway, keep us from having babies. He can't keep us from having babies while he can't make none. And that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Translate for me, brother boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I'm 
nah, that's how that's real shit though. He can't. He, he like, damn, what the fuck? I can't make none. And no matter how many we kill, abortion, all that other shit, they just consistently on top of their fucking game. And my goddamn bitch over here wombed and fell out the bottom. Yep, because he got a problem too. And if you think I'm lying, if you think we lying on feel on the ground, God damn it, it don't matter where you're at if you're in America, late night, when you have sleep, you're going to get those infomercials. And he's in power. He running the world. He got these sex infomercials. Millions of dollars on their fertility. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He got a problem in the bedroom as well. And he's shooting blanks. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. He's shooting blanks. She ain't got no eggs. This, I mean, we need to really have a show on adoption rates because the numbers are there. How much are these Europeans really adopting these kids? Why are they adopting these children? <laughs> well, we know why. Mongolize them. And have them mongolized, at least in the mind. The white man said, if I can't keep myself here, I'll keep my mind here. And we'll breed into these, a few of them, and we'll keep the mind here. And sooner or later, they'll think about it and say, yo, you know what? Let's try to breed, let's try to breed all the color out of us again and just be white again. Remember that? That's why none of them stringy hair dog type people, man. Y'all just can't ride this boat, man. We know where y'all at with it. We don't want no no Neanders on this boat ride. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just, it is what it is. We find out that you stringy haired dog type. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, see, facts give you a, a better overview on reality, right? And first, first world scene couldn't be so couldn't be more relevant in this whole situation because when she was on um uh what was it um Donahue, she used the scenario that even if you took a black man or a white man and you gave them the same job, same house, same uniform, same pay, that white man will still look over at their black man and say, you still got something I don't have. If she tied that into the lynching of black men and the attacking of black genitals. You see what I'm saying? Really look at, really look at that. Because anytime you see or hear about a, 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 a police officer, fuck, fuck police officer, fuck police officer, let's look at it for what it is, and a representative of white culture or white authority, if anytime we hear about, and they're killing a young black king, they're celebrating that culture. You see what I'm saying? That's the same culture. And see, when you we need to tie all this shit in because it's all a, a dark spider web. If they're celebrating that culture, if you see KKK members wearing Ku Klux Klan, you know, white uniform, burning crosses, and saying this if they're white Christians, and they celebrate the culture of killing black men and women, right? Let's we need to analyze Christianity. See what I'm saying? Because by 
people don't break bread with Jews celebrating Passover. They celebrating Jehovah killing the Africans, the firstborn Egyptians, males. Yeah. In one night, or in the cover of night, or in the, you know what I mean? Yup, in the yup. Under the cover of night. You know what I'm saying? The death angel under the cover of night. Because it don't got to be one night. Because what they say, one day like a thousand years. They use that shit for all, you know, you saying that about Christianity, you know, and 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 how they use that Judaism, man. They play that shit. They go all the time. They don't have no time living on their shit. They practice it. Mm-hmm. So everything about the culture is rotten to the bone. You know, it's like a pig, man. But we don't know fucking evil pig. Because the pig fouls from the root to the tooth in regards to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's another resemblance of the cracker, too. We need to get on two crackers. A lot of these old crackers look like pigs, too, in the face, man. These pork face motherfuckers going around here, man. Porky pig type niggas, you know. That is getting all of that shit, you know. I'm saying, man, I feel bad. I feel bad for the children of people who say that we all the same. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel bad for the children that you got to, your parents dumb enough to teach you that. Hey, that's considerable, boy. I'm talking about, especially you go the age of population. When you have, when you, when you, when you understand. Yeah, that's so. That's why you're breaking up, man. That's why. Yeah, we got a bad echo. I don't know what that is. And that ain't me. Hello, hello. You clear now? That's you, Mikara? Yeah, I've been talking. It was sounding clear earlier. I bought a new phone and everything, man. Make sure, nigga. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I you, 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 you clear. You clear. You just had that echo just did. Yeah, you clear. Yeah, I don't know. All right, go I didn't forget what I was talking about now, man. What's going on here? Love. <laughs> I forgot, but, um... When you say that about the Caucasian, though, he does have a, a look about him. And, you know, as I said, man, I feel bad for children whose parents are teaching them that we all alike after we see these things that distinguish us. So clearly, you know, it's an understatement. And I think this year, you know, this is going to be the year that we're going to have to totally destroy the myth that we are all the same. But that shit ain't going to get us nowhere. My shame. 
you know, it's like those uh, black people that Brother Timmerson in that article, you know, that asked if it wouldn't happen if they was, you know, dealing with reality that we at war. That's the enemy, you know, that is a, 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 a beast-like creature. We're not the same. Exactly. However you want to say it, we ain't the same. Yeah, I remember now what I was going to say. Hopefully my shit won't start echoing. They won't start double recording while I'm talking or something. Because I don't hear the echo now. I didn't hear when y'all was talking. I don't hear it now. You know what I mean? I get talking and driving, either my line drop or motherfucking fire going. When you know, when you understand their age of population, like we was talking about, regarding Europeans not multiplying and their birth rate not just being on par to ours, you will be very mindful on what you say to them about your children, especially in regards to bragging about your children. They don't want to hear about that shit. You understand what I'm trying to say? Marriage ain't the issue of white folks. Having children is. Mm. So you have a large number of European couples who are taking the option of adopting children. Then they adopt these children. And anytime, even if you adopt children, if you're dealing with children, you're going to get in contact with African people, especially African women, right? Or does it just mean to see these connections? Yo, you're saying that. And why in connection with the African women, boom. African women see qualities in children because they deal with children. And they talk about the good qualities in children. Them white motherfuckers don't want to hear about that shit because they feel left out. They know nothing about that. They void. You see what I'm saying? Yo, listen, right? You saying that, Brother McIlroy. I believe it was my nurse was telling me about how, you know, and I know it was her, telling me about her daughter. Her daughter, um, you know, her daughter... 18, had, had a baby, right? You know, making her grandmother, whatever. And so she's at, she said she's at work talking to, to another white woman who works here. White woman's daughter is like going on 40 and ain't got no kids, right? And so the white woman, my nurse, like the white woman really want a grandchild, but her daughter ain't having that. She said, but when her daughter got pregnant, she was like, oh, don't you think? It's early for you to have a grandchild. I said, well, I said, she said that to you? She was like, yeah, so it was early for me to have a grandchild. She was like, huh, I'm glad I got one. She can't have none. So I go to that, that population not breeding. They might need a breeding program. That's real, real talk. You look at the majority of European populations, the majority of the numbers are above 30. Take any, that's bad. You know what I mean? That's a selfish generation. That's a homosexual generation. Because they're not, they, they practice anti-procreation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's the result of it right there. Boom. Mm-hmm. Any type that type of lifestyle you have to compensate for. And see, that's where the psychology comes in. We need to really deal with psychology because you compensate you compensate for it in regards to war. 
You're always a predator. You're always trying to prey on something. Because you have to maintain other people's numbers low. Because every time you come into a country that's a stability, instability is not based on technology. It's based on that aging population ratio. You see know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Can, can you give me that definition again, Brother Bourne? Hold on, hold on. Population aging is a phenomenon that occurs when the median age of a country or region rises due to rising life expectancy and or declining fertility rates. Fertility rates is down. Old age is up for crackers. Uh-huh. See, that's, see, that's, that's what I'm around. They didn't have it. They didn't have it. I hear that echo again. Exactly, but that's why them niggas didn't have enough knowledge to circumference that. Not when I when I was talking about how European social you social engineered they social engineered and constructed evolution. You know what I'm saying? Because they're the only one. All you all you need to do is understand. Uh, 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 uh what's the nigga's name? Uh, Darwin's book, his first book, Origin of Species, or the preservation of certain races and the struggle for life. Our Europeans, everything said was actual and factual. You see what I'm saying? That if Europeans stay in a in, in natural environment, they're recessive and that we're naturally dominant. And the first thing to say was, well, how did them niggas, how did they uh, flip the script on us? Why are we in the position we in now? They had to learn a lot about the natural elements in order to be able to confine everything and make it synthetic. Am I making sense? Meaning, mm-hmm. you go, you live, you you live. They are open-minded people. They live. They they have no borders in their country, no gates, no walls, no limits. They're very open. So you have to have the opposite of that. And you and you you do the social. You 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 give them the propaganda, saying we're gonna civilize you. To put you in concentration camps, really, or schools, restitution. And then they won't move in the country. And they can only survive in the country without you there. Ain't that something? And they don't even last long. And the, the, the visual I'm using right now is South Africa. They wish they could do it in West Africa. But it's just too humid there. <laughs> you hear me? It's just too humid there. South Africa's climate is like Southern California. You can go on a geography map or geography website, and the European has he's he has he's given certain areas climate demarkers A, B, C, and D. In California is a C, and so is uh, South Africa's a C. Even though South Africa is below the equator, you see what I'm saying? Think they're in the trop, trop, can, trop, Capricorn, or whatever like that. But they experience the same climate, climate. 
climate, then you have environment. See what I'm saying? Right, you on the East Coast, right, Brother Born? Yes, sir. The East Coast, the water, there on all, notice this, uh, take this note, all water on West Coast flows south. So they're always cold. The eastern or the east part of any continent, they have warm, they have warmer waters. Can I prove that? You hear about? Let's use uh, 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 shit. The Philippine Islands, for example, or, or all of that is eastern. You notice that it's the eastern part of the equator. His emphasis on you, you see what I'm saying? It's being more tropical. If you got a map, I don't have a map, but I know maps. I read maps, so I don't know, you know what I mean. So everything on the east coast, all those islands over there are more tropical than the islands in Hawaii. Y'all ever notice that? Why they get more emphasis? Hawaii, Hawaii get cold. And there's a lot of islands in the Western Pacific, but the Western Pacific got a lot of cold water. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. Still, still along the equator. But when you leave off the shores of Florida, you go, you see what I'm saying? And you go all the way from Cuba to Jamaica, you see what I'm saying? That part of the Atlantic, that's warmer water. In fact, that, that warm water is what keeps England's punk ass from catching snow. England don't catch the hell that motherfucker. That, that, that's why the, the Europeans like that geography right there. If you go on the map and you type in uh, the cold front, or, or, or you type in the uh, uh, I'm trying to think of you the tide. There's a east. There's a tide. There's a warm tide of, of warm water that comes from the south part of South America and goes up and goes into Ireland and goes into England and and. That's why they get a lot of rain, but they don't get no snow. You know what I'm saying? That's coming from the cold. The warm current coming up. Warm current coming from there, from uh, England. I mean, that would be understandable because, you know, they they was moving from, um, you know, a uh, uh, current. You know, they they were moving from uh, down there in Cuba and stuff all the way up into Anyway, with ship, so it'd be definitely logical for at that point in time. You know, you know, you gotta do type in um, just just like okay, it's 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 fucking winter right now, right? Type in Russia. Just look at three, like I like to do. Look, 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 get a weather map on the three three European countries from Russia. Then look at something more closer like France, and then look at, because France and England is kind of real close. You know, Germany, and then look at England, and it'll be fucking snowing in fucking England, because England is practically a fucking island. Yeah, it basically is an island, right? And it, it looks like an island. What is that shit connected to? It's not connected to nothing, I don't think. Mm-hmm. 
fuck is it connected to? Is it connected to like to the to the ice up there? What's that up above? It's the island. Uh, you're right, brother, because that's why Hitler was to tear their asses up during World War One and Two because all they Hitler just bombed their ass through the sky and then he used uh, U-boats and submarines and docked their asses. Yeah. Well, yeah, now nah, it's it's you know well in this map that I'm looking at it's it's like a big island. From that's what I thought it was a big island, just like Ireland is a big island. Really, it's an island, and they just call it. I guess probably that's where they get the word island from, Ireland, whatever the fuck. But when you look at certain other maps, they show ice caps all the way up. You know, a lot of ice and snow all the way up in there. This this one is showing a different type of outlook. That makes. Can you see that, brother? Look how close Germany is to England and tell me if Hitler wasn't putting it down. Because look at the advantage he had. That's why the English the English Navy fleet was their pride and joy. See what I'm saying? The Royal Navy? Could nobody fuck with the Royal Navy? Because they needed that because they are island. You gotta have you gotta know how to float that boat. Now that's, and I take what you just said, but Brother Born just said, and then say, okay, then why did they just learn longitude and longitude? You see what I'm saying? They put so much pride in the Royal Navy, and the Royal Navy ain't been long, longer than the motherfucking the 1500s. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> when they learn longitude and latitude. Because when Spain was shining, they wasn't doing shit in England. England was the new kid on the block. See what I'm saying? True. And England wasn't sitting right with the Catholic Church. See what I'm saying? Wasn't until... That's why I love Walter Williams' work, because he pushed that out there. It was Jews who put West England on the map. Damn, make a run like that. Hell yeah, like that. According to Walter Williams, when it was the Jews who caused the rift and taught Martin Luther his shit. Now, ain't no Protestant movement without Martin Luther, right? Like, ain't no civil rights movement without Martin Luther, right? King, right? Mm-hmm. As the story goes, as the story goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all this you connect the dots back to, you know what I mean? That's why it's good to know a little history because you, 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 the circumstances might not be all the same. The historical times might not be the same, but the events and the people. The history is people, places, times, and events. You understand what I'm saying? People, places, times, and events. And we, and, and the present is a reflection of the past. So we live right now, like right now, we're on this line right now, and this is a form of history because right now there's people on this line. We all came together at a time. We met up at a place. And this is an event. You see what I'm saying? Now, whenever trying to forecast the future, look at the political future, you will you would look at the history or, or a history, because even though the times may not be set, the people and the places 
and the times reflecting the political nature may be the same. You see what I'm saying? For example, you can you can reflect or you can look at the situation right now in America almost to some extent like the French Revolution right now. Hmm. The middle class is fading out. It was never there, but it's an illusion that's getting further and further away from the truth. Yeah. Nigga saying, get your money up. Well, God damn it, the statistics came out. This I think, and this is an old statistic, but it's still relevant because it's it's recent, 2012. That the average American is two paychecks from being homeless. That explains a lot of other shit. You wonder why motherfuckers are insecure. Feel me? That's white folks. Two paychecks from being homeless. White folks ain't pre- reproducing. All this shit is connected with everything Francis West question. You know what I mean? She said regarding the Europeans. They're practicing survival, y'all. In the most extreme way. When you look at it from that perspective, you won't expect them to hand out no indictment. You know what I'm saying? Fucking indictment. Because they doing the indictment. Until we have the motherfuckers in all motherfucking captivity, that's who going to build the first black jail? Because we go... Because we know who's going to be the first motherfucker prisoner, and we know what color he's going to be, or at least I dream to know. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, war crimes immediately. You at least, you at least hit for that. Yeah, if it, if it take that extreme, because we talking about extreme, fuck, see, when, it, when it's based on aging, when it's based on maintaining the survival rate of a people, morality, Easily get shifted, meaning what's right and what's wrong gets shifted in lines of what the fuck needs to be done. In regards, right now, yeah, niggas need to get in the habit of, of yeah, kidnapping white folks, holding their asses, fuck holding for ransom, just having their ass in jail, no bail. No bail. No bail. Because we got it's the legal system, it's legal. We're going to sell crackers for sacrifice. When niggas had their birthday parties and shit, like, yeah, I'm going to go get Man Man a pinata, give him some new, and get him a cracker to sacrifice. You know what I mean? And we'll hold him in captivity for that. I'm bullshitting. I'm being real at the same time. But just, you know, this is an example. Feel me? Mm-hmm. But that's basically what they doing wholesale. Pa- you know, this the, the whole significance of Passover, all of that shit. Sac- the sacrifice. You know what I mean? The lamb. Oftentimes, the lamb is black folk. So we need to wake up, get our feet on the motherfucking ground. And when your feet is on the ground, you're going to grab that, that, that knife. You're going to grab that cake. You know what I mean? You're going to be a lot more solid when you you know, you know move around here. Otherwise, you're going to be just waiting for these motherfuckers to just, you know, gas you. 
walk you into the gas chamber. But they told you it's a peanut butter sandwich, you know. <laughs> and niggas need to quit getting so comfortable with handcuffs and, and the police cars in this sweet 16, 2016. Ain't no guarantee that you, you know what I'm saying? That's another example, too. And no nigga should be comfortable with handcuffs on you. You know what I mean? If you ain't got the power to, you know. <laughs> I'm being real. You know, they, they're moving around. They're moving around. You know, like I said, we, uh. But I'm going to touch this with a lot of information. People are going to have to go and reflect on that. But it's definitely true. We're going to have to move differently. And the times dictate that. This is why we see the rampant assault on the nation. You know? Well. Hey, brother, said it the best. You know what I'm saying? You can't be critiquing niggas for saying niggas. Nigga, we are here smoking blunts. We are rebellious. So if anything, uh, identify, we, we rebellious just cause. Just cause. Because it's been in our face so long. So, you know, motherfuckers who don't identify with that shit, they're the ones who really, you know, either they Johnny come lately. Or they just out there faking the front, you know what I mean? And they ain't even in them, man. They just in some shit, and they really ain't on it, you know what I mean? But it's because we have, and I'm speaking for self and my comrades and my and my, my 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 refugees. When I say this, the power of influence, man, and is the influence is is the first thing that's bought or taught or or, or is the first thing that has to be controlled. In any type of event, especially when it's military, you know what I'm saying. You could be a general and be trying to capture land, but you'll be more successful if you can convince that general to get on your team, right? Or you can be, or just the opposite, right? You can fall, you can fail at trying to achieve your duty because you couldn't convince that general, or you un- you see what I'm saying? Oh, now, you know what? I'm going to tell you the better, a better scenario might be uh, even applying that to your troops. You know what I'm saying? If you, you know, it's about how you can convince your troops and how hard they're going to have to fight to take that land that you need, need taken. And if you can convince them that the victory is theirs already before, before they go, then you know what I'm saying? You got a better chance of winning than if you can't convince them, uh, uh, you know, if you put up a half-hearted, uh, efforts of getting them motiv- motivated and moving towards that victory. Zach, it's funny, y'all. It's funny y'all talking about that, right? Because I was just, uh, you know, I've been reading today, man, and uh, you know, sending thirty-three strategies of war. And, you know, that's one of the things he was talking about, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, was uh, how important it is. For your morale, or your or your troops to be at a right level, you know what I'm saying. And how important it is, as far as picking niggas from the start, you know what I'm saying. As far as choosing the right, the right, um, 
you know what I'm saying, people. He had a, uh, he had a quote right here where he says, uh, 4,000 men united and standing shoulder to shoulder, you you can do you can do with them what you can't do with forty thousand or four hundred thousand who's divided and pulled in different ways. I just thought it was funny how I was bringing that up because it kind of you know what I'm saying he's speaking on that same thing you know now I mean I was just digging in this a little earlier. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that they are still very early. I'm happy. That's one thing I can say. And if my nigga's still in the line, hey, real, you still in the line? Oh. Yeah. Hey, I fuck with that uh, Robert Green, uh, brother, too. Mm-hmm. Black, Black Power, man. Black Power. Uh, sure, Black Power. But one, one, one thing I'm a big up to um, Islam is that 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 military war aspect. And if we're going to be, you know, if we're going to be realistic about our war efforts, and if we're going to try to, you know, we're going to, because we, we know that the Arab, the pale cracker Arab got a motherfucking, he got a, a, a thing coming for his ass too, right? In all honesty, he's going to be our hardest motherfucking enemy. Mm. I'm saying that because that nigga has provisions in his culture that's really war orientated. Meaning, meaning, Islam is just a honest or is honest organized savagery for savages. Meaning, when you look at some of Khalid Muhammad's uh, 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 lectures, he talked about that. He talked about some of the, the tight provisions of Islam and what it did for Arabs. Feel me? Meaning. You have to know a little history of, of of Arabia before Islam. Meaning, what what the fuck? What were these people doing before Islam came? These motherfuckers were savages. So, what was it in Islam that convinced these motherfuckers? Meaning, it had to have very very tight provisions. That's why they had to pray so much. You see what I'm saying? Five times a day. You see what I mean? They needed a culture mechanism in place to constantly keep their ass in check. You see what I'm saying? They were very The science to the motions within the prayer in Islam, and don't get it twisted. I'm not putting Islam in no type of good way. I'm not giving big ups to Islam, but scientifically proven that the prayer formations in Islam grounds oneself so it's like whatever fucked up energy you going through throughout that day. See, this proves that the cracker Arab Sand Devil has so much frustration that if he couldn't find a way to release it, he would just, you know what I'm saying, probably kill his fucking self, you know what I'm saying? But the formations in Salat actually grounds yourself. It's like taking a negative and positive energy, and once he goes down, and nails his forehead down to the ground, he's releasing the negative and positive energies that's flowing through his body, and he has to do that five times a day in order to keep his sanity. I say, and even Dr. Clark, who wasn't an Arab, who wasn't a Muslim, even took heed to that and respected that. When he, a lot of people watch that 
to the lecture that Dr. Clark gave on Islam was really for black Muslims who already was in the religion. Because when he said, he was saying things and showing you that as a Muslim, I didn't know that was contrary. Meaning how places like Africa and Dakar, when they had the call to prayer, everything stopped. And that even though he, if his back was against the wall and he had to choose, he would choose it only because he seen that simplicity in faith, meaning in Salat. That, that, that that's the one thing. My grandmother, who wasn't even Muslim, my grandmother when I converted to Islam, she was a. Uh, my grandmother was a AME. And the first when I thought I was Muslim, first thing she asked me, she said, "What is? Tell me about the prayer. How you? How y'all? What is the, the Salat formation?" And like Brother Henry said, there is a science to that. And that one that one concept. Even if we just even if we're being Africans and we just bowing to the sun or to our ancestors. There's no need for lecture. No type of discourse. Just paying your homage to the sun, or whatever we could declare holy, and stand on it. You know what I mean? That could be something that we can really stand on and lean on. I don't care how, what would it be? As long as it's African centered, because if it's centered on African centered, I mean, we we celebrate everyone. You know, we we very we grandize everyone else's holidays, even our own, and some, from birthday parties to. Christmas parties. <laughs> I'm saying that to say this. In regards to the war aspect of their culture. Because all that praying is to keep them keep them out of bounds with their savagery. And often even when they praying, they have to deal with their savagery. And their book has provisions on how they should deal with their savagery that we need to really, really, really look consider to going into because as this new world order books suggest that they're gonna get rid of Christianity. And it's funny because when you're a Muslim Shaharia law is way stricter than Christianity law. Am I right, Bo Heru? Yeah, the fucked up thing is I was so brainwashed in that fucking religion. At one time, I thought that the world would be a better place if Sharia law was in place worldwide. Man, if Sharia law was put in place, this motherfucker would be towed up. It would be because Sharia law is what, that's the first thing ever, you know, from my experience, when I study this shit, that's really what put them in check. Sharia law would be like going back into slavery because what it's going to do is that the actions of the law will put the fear into the hearts and minds of people so much that you would fear doing anything wrong because of the fucking repercussion would be so deep. And after you've seen that happen to so many people around you, you would just be shook. And be like, you know what, fuck that. Think about how many people still in the day. How many people be walking around with no hands and shit. Or you do something to try to run away from a crime and they treat you like Kuta Kente and cut your ankles off. Or 
you rape a woman and they fucking mutilate your genitals off or cut them off or burn them off. I mean, cutting out your tongue and shit because you a liar and shit. Just think about seeing that. How many people do them acts daily and how that would be inflicted on people around you that you know and that you don't know. How many times you would see that act take place in one day, that would be a psychological uh enslavement placed upon you that's going to make you put an inferior complex in yourself and you're going to be like fuck that so like religion to me no matter what it is what sect it is that's the whole purpose of it is to tell you that you have to live your life a certain way and to have you put a fear in yourself that if you don't live your life this way that these horrible acts are going to happen to you And then you turn around and you tell yourself that God loves everybody and that you'll be forgiven for everything, but yet you live in constant fear of something that don't even exist. That's some crazy shit right there, yo. Crazy as hell. And if we were living by the laws that Brother Heru was talking about, for example, just to give you an example, if, if if a woman was raped, and she wouldn't report this shit. Depending on the status of that nigga who raped her, she could be stoned. Meaning, buried up to her waist. And then the men come out with stones and stone her to death. They still doing that shit over there. Yeah, how's that shit go? They don't even accept the woman's word or some shit. There's got to be so many of them. Well, you need to quit <laughs> for every, if yeah. you need two male witnesses for every female accusation. For one, if a female make an accusation against a male, it has to be two male witnesses. Yeah, there you go. I couldn't remember exactly what this shit was. The one point. So we think rape from the European institution. You see what I'm saying? Now, let's 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 compare slave masters for a minute, because we can. We're the only people who can. The European that the, the Atlantic slave trade was really based upon Europeans using us. They wanted the males to build a new world. Because they took us so far from Africa, they had no problem with bringing females and allowing us to reproduce as long as they was controlling the reproduction process. Check. The Arab remained closer to Africa. His fascination with slavery was not based upon building a new land, a new civilization, a new culture. It was really based upon uh, uh, fulfilling his appetites in line with his Arabic culture and and the Quran, sanctioning the taking of enemy's booty. You know what I'm saying? So his main focus is more or less on saving the women for himself and humiliating or obliterating the male. You see what I'm saying? So imagine how like we we see the police officer who was he from Oklahoma, I think, or Texas, who just got sent and so forth for raping all those black women. They took all those numbers. You know what I mean? Camille, you know what I mean? Imagine, you know, if 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 in, under Arab rule, if a black woman ever screamed rape, she could be beheaded or stoned. You see what I'm saying? 
not 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 based upon it being factual and actual, just because she accused a motherfucker with status. You see what I'm saying? Before we even analyze if your shit is factual and actual, are you even in the position to question this motherfucker? You see what I'm saying? Because the social classes are so put in place in that culture, and money came, you know, over here in America, money can buy status, as Brother Heyru will tell you. But over there, yeah. it's basically... Go ahead, Brother Heyru. That wasn't me, family. That was somebody else. I was just agreeing. I was just agreeing with you. You're speaking of a caste system, right? Mm-hmm. A caste, and yep, because caste and social classes go neck and neck with these people, especially with Asiatics and Europeans. So yeah, and the, the Arab is, is a mixture of both. When they come to them, man, and it's people under the yoke of their oppression over there who are African descent. But, like, you know, the, the whole point, what I'm saying of this is their cultures reinforce and civilize their savagery. What they both have in common is they could commit savage acts, but they have to be permissible under certain circumstances. The most circumstances that they both have in common, well, I don't know. I haven't looked at I haven't looked at Arab Asian population. Arabs is reproducing. Because Arabs is everywhere now. That may be a problem. But last time I looked at an application, since 2010, too, certain North Africans, Algerians, Moroccans, Egyptians, and Syrians. The motherfuckers considered to be white, y'all. Now, somebody buy a map. Look at Syria. How many Slav countries are by um, Syria? Just Nekistan, just like a Slav, Yugoslavia, and all of them. Use Professor William Mackey's shit. Well, you know, brother, once you, you know, you got it there. Once you pass Turkey, going north, yeah. Once you pass Turkey. East, uh-huh, <laughs> north and east, you know. You got all that there. That must just come in right there. She, now she, she made me pull up the map because I'm, I'm, I know a map because I read one frequently, and I be you know I go off the dome, but I had to pull up one now, and and she gonna make sure anyway. So that's well, what you the reason why I, I keep my map handy now. Black power to you, King. Hmm. Same. Okay. 
But yeah, I'm seeing right there. All of that, that's turkey. See what I'm saying? Turkey's, when you look at geography-wise, Turkey, could I call Turkey Greece? Ooh. Yes, you can, because all of the ancient so-called philosophers uh, and uh, I'm going to say writers like Homer and such all come out of Turkey, which is quite interesting. And then use Walter Weir's work because a lot of niggas got a problem with his work. And we'll say that's, at one point, that was called North East Africa. I say. Now, if anybody got a map, I hope people do. Look at the relationship. Remember, remember there was an issue in Lebanon before there was in, 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 before there was in Syria? I say. Then you have something that happened back in the days with hostages. I don't know if it was a Lebanon. Mm-hmm. Now, what's the what's the biblical history of Damascus? Damascus is in Syria. Yeah. <laughs> Looking right at now. Uh-huh. Now, all you need to know is. At one point in ancient history, all of this was a, was a colony of Amenhotep III. They just found, no, they didn't find, just found. Last year they found. The, the beginning of 2014 or the, uh, 15. They found the footprint, not foot, it was the last remnants of a, look like a, like a sphinx-type cat figure in Israel. It was just the bottom portion of the feet, but it was of the Pharaoh Menkarah. You see what I'm saying? In Egypt. I mean, not in Egypt, in Israel. All they keep finding out of Israel is coffins of pharaohs. And it's not pharaohs of clergymen. But they keep finding cultural material that's indicative of Egyptian culture. Now, if you're looking at a map and you understand, then you look, just look what Cairo is. Look what Cairo is. I'm on Google Earth. I just put it up now. Look, on, look what Cairo is. Look at Jerusalem. Look at Lebanon, Damascus, and look at Syria. And look at our ancestors' perspective. They stay along that water region. You know, you, you know what I mean? Because if you go inland, look at Al Medina. Look at Mecca. That shit is that, that shit is wasteland. The only ancient the only ancient cities you find in that region from Jerusalem to Lebanon to Iraq. Then look what Kuwait is. That little, that little foot, that little Persian Gulf has been a problem. A good book to read, Dr. Clark referenced it. Me and Brother Heyru found a book at Samuel Valley College. It's a good book to read. It's called, and, and, and uh, for anybody questioning Walter Williams, 
because when you when you look at Walter Williams from Chicago, Walter Williams went to the University of Chicago and he wanted to learn about the Egyptian study and he wanted to learn about the Death Scrolls. Dr. Clark even mentioned so the University of Chicago was one of the first universities to cite a lot of shit coming out of Egypt. The book called When Egypt Ruled the East. Heat. So speaking of all these continent cultures. I'm talking about this little Arabia Peninsula that they're fighting over right now. That's what it's relevant then to them because of geography. It's the back door to Asia, front door from Africa. Because it's the front door to Africa because that's the only land. Bridge, you can connect to Africa. Y'all notice that, right? Mm-hmm. The only connecting... Africa is going to split itself from that Arabian Peninsula and from Spain. It's going to become a solo continent. And the only way you can access on land to Africa, on land, and they got all that shit controlled, is the Middle East. Now, some British reporters came out with a study, and it's funny because we we rebels, but we do this on the regular. We study maps. The European study came out and said that the average white European American doesn't know where London is on the map. Doesn't know the capitals of America. You see what I'm saying? When they use those statistics, they're not talking about us. They're talking about they own. You see what I'm saying? And yet on the ground, we do this on the regulars. You know what I'm saying? We get to pull these maps up, talk about these issues, where the place at, where it went happened, where it took down. Let's look at it. Let's analyze it and see what it do. And we could tie everything into this spider web of white supremacy. All the way down, you understand, even earlier, Brother Bourne and Brother Eru was talking about the water factor. That, that You understand the whole content with the water factor now when you understand that, that, that age of population rate, you know, fact. You know what I mean? Now, while you're looking at that map, look at all those nations, and look at China. 
and China have having the only one that can have a good relationship with taking that long journey. See, every, all the other nations close to us that fucked us all the way over. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, I'm stuff. I mean, my my phone's been on mute. I was conversing with y'all also. Excuse me. I think my phone was making an echo. So I was putting it back and forth on mute. Let's see. We can see maps. There's a uh, a GIS folks. Yes, we can do too. All you could do, we could take out all these so-called terrorist tactics that's happened. With the one in San Bernardino, what was the other one? And just look at them in the map. And if we want to say, you know, we look at groups like so-called ISIS and be like, well, damn, what interest would they have? And when you look at the geography of the so-called targeted areas, you're going to laugh. You see what I'm saying? This is some bullshit. It's a farce. So you understand gun control coming right after that shit. That's what it was created to, to you know what I mean? If you see a, a large crime happen that nobody had so-called control of in America, and then following that, you have a new legislation of policy changing, they're both connected. Not because of the tragedy, but because the tragedies created the situation. You see what I'm saying? I say, what Rahm Emanuel say, let's, let's, let us not let any tragedy go to waste that we can use for for our good. Mm-hmm. So you're correct. They create the context for the change. And then go about the change as though it's in the good of the people and the people champion the change. Just how they bring it in on us. Where it's under a guide where you you ask to be shackled down. You you know what I'm saying? They get the population to ask. Or create some laws that change this so we can be shackled down, so we can't do nothing. been working this for on it for a while. Hold on. Who's back open? No and um Obama just had his last State of the Union. You know. He he's sad and you know about not being able to get legislation put through that he really wanted to. Congress stifled good progress for for the country. Everything he did was good. Anything you've seen that went wrong, it was Congress' fault. He had nothing to do with that. (laughs) I know he lied on two things right off the top. 
You know, you still got the troops, uh, their troops in Iraq, and they still got their troops in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And the third thing, Guantanamo uh, is still open. Well, well, you know, they only got a hundred more people there. We only got hundred and forty people left there. Well, who want to count the particulars? They want us to believe we too caught up in the numbers. We want to be paid into the ash can of history. You see what I'm saying? I want to see who's going to pardon when he get up out this motherfucker. Because I've been waiting for the nigga to have a nigga moment, and it ain't happened yet. I need him to do them 150 political prisoners. That's what I need. Because even Bill Clinton let out gangsters. Bill Clinton let out a lot of dope dealer gangsters he was fucking with. I got a cold little documentary dealing with uh, Bill Clinton when he was the governor of Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And a little motherfucking operative he was working with in the 80s. Yeah, Bill Clinton. And him, was... this motherfucker helped create. Remember when Banging and Little Rock came out? To some extent, they help fuel that shit. Mm-hmm. Bill Clinton, one of the real cocaine cowboys. And when he got, yep, and when he got in office, he pardoned his homies. Mm-hmm. See, Obama is new fucking money. See, when you look at Clinton, when you look at Bush... They came from a second, third, fourth generation of crooks and thieves. Right? Their grandparents, their granddaddies, and them was crooks and thieves. See what I'm saying? They looked upon as being respectable criminals. If we're going to use Ernest Wilson's terminology. So for Obama, who is Obama? Who's his father? Who's his mother? That means he's a paid puppet, right? His grandfather was CIA. He was an agent down there. And every other president's parents existed, and they all promoted the ideas of their parents, right? When you see George Bush, his, you see his daddy up there, his daddy up there. When you see JFK, his daddy was up there, his brothers. Who the fuck's Obama? He had all the marks of a motherfucker. What the what the more niggas say? A, 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 a bag man, what they call it, a stick man, a puppet man. <laughs> they talk about his father. He said his his um the dude who gave him the most information though and how rare him through his years he he gave the credit to was that book writer. Um, what's his name? The black dude uh, from Chicago, but was living down in Hawaii. The one got the pictures of Obama mama naked. Oh, man, what is that? That's a suspect. I ain't never seen no, you know what I mean? You ain't never seen them? Oh, man, you ain't see that shit? 
No, I'm not doubting the validity of the pictures. I'm just saying the context on them having, you know, they got gag orders on motherfuckers. You know what I mean? So you can't even get certain. Pre- the president got a gag order on his mama? Huh? The president ain't got a gag order on his mom's. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, this book was see, this the thing. The book was out before Obama even was even thinking about getting in the office. While he was a child, this book was out. The dude had already put this book out way back, way early, early. This he was he put this book out in the free love time. So who who was Obama mama that she was so special? That she up in the book. What's this joking name, man? Mm-hmm. Like Obama too. What's his name, though? I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna find it. She must have been a fine Jew, cause she has a lot of black men chasing her. Writing books and shit, putting the cracker beast bitch pictures out. That's interesting, yo. Frank Marshall Davis. Frank Marshall Davis. Now, now I remember where I now I remember where I, where I seen it at. I seen it on. I, that's yeah, that's where I seen it. Yeah, Frank Marshall Davis. But he put a book out a long time ago. He like he he a wild he 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 write like um wild novels. He, he, he was a uh, he was like writing all type of wild sex novels and shit and um. Uh, and like Obama, Obama mother took some pictures with him back in the free love time. You know what I'm saying? And while he was in Hawaii, and that's where Obama write about him in his book, like Marshall Davis. Obama got a book that he wrote out, Dreams from My Father, and he and he and he talked about Frank Marshall Davis in that book, mentioned him by name several times. In regards to giving them insight as a as a youth. So how did she die? How did who die? Obama's mama died. I don't know how. I don't know how 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 that woman died. Okay, now peep this. Peep. How did she die? They're still living, right? Huh? Michelle's parents are still living, right? Yeah, I know Michelle's mother is. Why they never show her? Well, I know the mother's supposed to be living at the house. She don't want to be seen. Mama said I don't want to be part of this, part of the line. But I know she's supposed to live at the house though. Uh, when you, when you, when you, when you relate to the president, you, you don't, you, you don't be seen. Anyhow, anyway, that's just how it come. That's politics. Listen, to what I'm saying. The the her getting seen will have nothing to do with her saying she don't want to be seen. Being that Obama's mother's not, you see know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's the youngest president ever to come into office with dead parents. God damn it! I just watched this Double O Seven movie, and the little English evil bitch Q. She said orphans make the best recruits. Uh-huh, 
You know what I'm saying? The way the way that yo the way his childhood is, it's some different type of shit. It's not, you know, it's like some orphan. Like he just it was all over the place. Different fathers, you know, went through a lot of different things. Or like, well, a lot of different mentors in his life. How do y'all want to take that? Listen, what I'm saying. It's awfully convenient that he's the youngest president and his parents is dead. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is Obama? Don't nobody even know this nigga, really. Exactly. His career is going to start after this presidency. Watch. Because he's so young, and he's he's accomplished the feat of being his... He will be just in his semester or in his sophomore prime of being a, a, a politician. You understand what I'm saying? At his age now. Yeah, that's Trump got that about. nigga by at least 10, 15 years. Yeah, age wise. That's what they were talking about, man, how he got in there like that. They put I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something in regards to Obama that's going to probably piss a lot of people off. But this is just small speculation. Obama was given a position to be a puppet. And he took that position knowing what the outcome was going to be. And his real position was to make a fool out of us. Now, I say that because throughout the eight years that that man's been in office... We have not asked that man to do nothing for us. And they're going to tarnish his image as being the worst president in history because the president that was in office before him fucked up everything. And once he was put into office, everything that the president before him did, that pile of shit that he created, was blamed on Obama. You know what I'm saying? So, therefore, at the end of his term, everything that Bush fucked up is going to be placed in the hands of Obama. And then, once Donald Trump is in office, we're going to go through the most fucked up, hardest of times for for the next four to eight years that people are going to wish that Obama was back in office. And everything that they didn't do when they had a black president, they're going to wish that they did. And, you know, I know that might piss a lot of people off and a lot of people might disagree with that, but that's just my outlook on looking at things. People made Obama a celebrity. So now, since the crack is able to look and say, well, shit, a celebrity can be president. So now you open the door for Donald Trump to be president. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the next four to eight years really going to be rough. So, you know, I really ain't going to speak too much shit on Obama except for the fact that, you know, he's a cone, he's a puppet, he didn't do shit for his people. But at the same time, us as a people, we didn't really ask him for shit. We was too romanticizing with the fact that there was a black president for those that's lost. For those that was awake, we was just like, yo, he's just another fucking proper nickel cracker. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, though, I don't want to get off subject and shit. This is just what I wanted to say, you. <coughs> brother Aru, I I agree with you, bro. And I also uh, I heard I heard uh, somebody say that the the damn I had this this this, 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 this. I don't know the name. 
I can't remember who it was, man. No, I'm saying I wasn't going to answer the crowd, but I ain't going to But I know I don't know the other one. It sounds crazy. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Yeah, but I I know that uh, you know what I'm saying. He said the year he said the years coming after Obama leave is gonna probably be the hardest years on niggas. Well, it should. You know, uh, it should be the end of the second reconstruction period or the onset of it, just like with the cracker beast leaking, because what the brother said was true. At the same token, it's Obama who constantly stressed that he wasn't uh, the president for black people. You know, he was the president for all people. I mean, if under Obama you can have the onslaught of uh, the murder of our people by the racist government arm and have a head of the Justice Department, Eric Holt, who was also a black man, do absolutely nothing. Well, when the next one come in, yeah. you know. But, uh, Brother McCroy, I just want to add, uh, his mom's got a crazy name. You know her first name was Stanley? Stanley <laughs> and Dunham. Dunham, yeah. Dunham. That might make it. That might not be his mom. That might be his dad. <laughs> Yo, she might be like Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> they wanted her. Her father wanted a boy. Her father wanted a boy. At least that's how the story goes. Her father wanted a boy. I feel like, nah, man. That's, hey, that's bullshit. Because my pops told me, he said that Jews, when it comes to Jews, they have a 92% ratio at producing males they first born. Now, what he told me, she did, produce, she did produce a firstborn, but she not being a firstborn named Stanley. Is that what you said her name is? <laughs> Stanley yeah. and Dunham. Yeah. She had um a bachelor in anthropology and a master's and a PhD in anthropology. I'ma tell you who that nigga is related. That nigga's that nigga's Drake's older brother, y'all. <laughs> 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 the Stanley and Dunham related to Cheney. She related to Cheney and them. No, she related to the um to the rest of the presidents. He related. He related by blood through his mother. So it's Drake, Aubrey Brown. It's just convenient that the two head niggas in hip hop is have Jews. Have Jews. You got to have hats undercover hats. That's what they call, but you know they had the magazine. But you know, you know it makes sense though because I mean the, the motherfucking the, the 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 biggest radio stations they they got their DJs in June. Motherfucking Hot ninety seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real. Yeah. So, I mean, if that's who gonna push the music, yeah. shit, they see a Drake come through and say, 
Oh, his mama have juice, and we gotta play his shit. Yeah, nah, he full Jew. You know, you know how they play in that culture. If your mama a Jew, you a Jew. He full Jew. His mama full. Man. Yeah, they took our birthright and, and, and used it to their advantage. That was an African trait. And, and gave everybody else a patrilineal. Ain't that some shit? Yep. Jews have a matrilineal system, but they profess a patrilineal system. See, when you understand that, that, that's a whole topic right there. Thank you, family. Huh? Now, how is it if your mother's Jew, you're a Jew, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. So what, so what that make Ishmael? What that make Israel? Because all them Jews in the Bible, first wives, wasn't Jew. They was African. Mm-hmm. Mm. Chop, chop. Okay. Chop. <laughs> That's real. But, brother, the seed, brother. <laughs> and how is it a patrilineal um, religion? A culture when, again, at the end of the day, to be considered a Jew, your mama has to be a Jew. Your father could be a Jew, and your mama not, then you're not considered a Jew. That you ain't considered a Jew. See, that's the undercover lie that they tell us. They tell well, you, shit, they tell you wouldn't that shit prove the philosophy of being right now? Mm-hmm. But wouldn't that prove the philosophy of being right? And what was that Arab president where he said uh, the reason why we don't follow or, or believe anything that the Jews say, he said because when you claim that you went into Egypt, you were black, but when you left out, you left out white. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the statement you just made, you said in order for a Jew to be a Jew, his mother has to be a full-blooded Jew, right? But then you brought up key figures, key biblical figures, and, and, you know, they manifested religion or whatnot, and they manifested title. And you said that their mothers were African. So wouldn't that prove, you know what I'm saying, the falasha being right, that they were the first and the original Jew and the so-called cracker who wants to be a Jew is just somebody who is just a carbon copy. No, I wouldn't say that. I would say the Jew marry into other motherfuckers' culture because it's it's the it's other it's different faction of successful African tribe. You notice they they they're using the most prestigious African tribes to connect themselves with. And they're doing that also with their most esteemed members or their most their progenitors, Abraham, right? Abraham's wife wasn't a Jew. All of them. Every single, the, the main progenitors, their main wives was a foreign. Said he exposed this shit. They may, when you look at all of them, whether it be from Moses, Abraham, Keep, you can keep going. Isaac, Ishmael. Well, first off, the validity of Ishmael and them being strictly Jew or 
This is the term that they use. Uh, Semitic. <laughs> Drake ain't Semitic. He's clearly Jew now, right? Because his mother's Jew, like brother born in Sweden. Now he's clearly Jew. But now that contention, in, in, when you look at it from the backwards, going back in his story, now they're Semitic. Ishmael is Semitic. How he's Semitic because his mother's Egyptian, which is African, and his, and his daddy's one of them, Arab. You see what I'm saying? But if we go by, by David, he's, if we go by, you get you are what your mother was. You an Egyptian. The whole point is, they cost. They they came in with that mixed mentality, like Dr. Clark always stressed. What no mixed up people. Everybody was denoted. If you weren't denoted by your, you know, there wasn't no concept of race, but everybody came from territories, territories that was known because they were civilized. or You know what I mean? These people, these people created by so-called mixing with us, by creating myths, because that's what you need to look at. These are mythological people who met black women and had children. <laughs> so when you look at it from that perspective, you get something else too. Myths centered around so-called prophets looking to make prophets, meeting black women. And, you know, leaving, you know, what said he say? That's self-hate. When all your firstborn ain't coming from the women of your land, that's a form of self hate. Mm-hmm. Debating them Hebrews. Not that, you know, that's the reason why they got to pump that patriarchy because there's, there's no way that you can logically deal with the woman being your line of uh, a family. And come up with that shit that they're running with that wild, savage Yahweh or Yahweh or whatever, whatever you call them. But But you can apply that same principle to African principles. If you didn't come out out the womb of an African woman, you're not considered black. Doesn't matter what the father is, you know it'll say you sat in that poisonous beast ambiotic fluid. I'm saying, listen, right? When brother make about missing joint Sparta, mother send the link, right? So they try to base Sparta off of some, uh, some stuff accurate. You know what I'm saying? They didn't embrace the color accurate because Spartans was really a darker people, and they 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 style came from. Or more ancient people, and you was there to see if you look at the comic book, there was a more darker people, meaning that they had an African early nature or beginning, and it just got tampered with and mixed down. But that's why they, um, you know, you can see in that uh, in that movie that that the the origin of it was being the, the woman being that strong, because you can see that even in the picture. When it was time to kick my kick the uh, 
above in the hole for coming down there talking all greasy and throwing them king's heads. He looked at his woman. His woman gave him the sign to, to, you know, hold his head up and do the right goddamn thing. Exactly. Hey, you couldn't even use that scenario to fuck up. So that's that's what the um, if I'm not mistaken, when the Jews argued the validity of Jesus Christ is off that off that notion right there, ain't it? That Jesus' mama side didn't come from value blood, right? Mm-hmm. Niggas don't even look at that part. I some shit to think about, man. Point to be made. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I ain't come to. Hey, you know what? Hey, hey, hey. You know, you know what made me think of right now, brother Bourne? You Remember when Doctor Carter had that lecture? He had a few lectures, but when he was on his campaign against the Jews, remember he had. Most of these, when you look at Moses' legacy, he had a, a dedicated campaign against the Jews, right? He would always start off with saying, we are the chosen people, right? And I remember one time he said, you couldn't hear a, a Jewish woman or a white woman look over there at that nappy-headed black child and say that that child is mine. Because you right? It's that same, you know what I mean? That's the first thing that made me think of, you know what I mean, in that reflection when college say that, man. Because that birthright from your mother, that's an African trait. Because the African woman could produce any color baby, you know what I'm saying? But for a Jew woman, or for a Jew to have a culture that has that, and then have a hypocritical patriarch at the same time, Man, that's a farce, you know what I'm saying? It's a, a Jew culture. Yeah, because it all comes back to the bigger brother. What's Jew culture? Jew, Jews celebrate the, the death of killing African children based upon their they myth of Pharaoh. That's going on right now. Look how they targeting, they're targeting the ones that shine, the ones that rock touch, the ones that community, you know what I mean? And when you look at their background, the people who commend it all got a judo Christian, a judo, you know what I mean, background. Any culture that got a motherfucking a thing against old cursed Egypt, watch them. Because when you go into their mythology, they sacrificing and killing black people. You know what I mean? Uh, you, uh, let me see. 
It's like this, man. If you probably look on the statistics, and I'm just freestyling right now. I'm a freestyle right now. If you look on statistics, this European coach, I'm going to give you an example of how fucking parts it is. If you look on the statistics and see when children come up missing the most what time of year, I bet you it's during wintertime when it gets dark, right? And then when you look, that's just coincidence when school starts. So why why does school start when they get dark outside? You know what I mean? If I mean I'm just saying that we was running things and when we were running things, when no kids getting touched on, none of that type of shit, right? School would be out in the winter time just because it get dark early, right? Four thirty the sunset, right? Mm-hmm. Any extracurricular activity, you come home at dark, and we condition our, ourselves as parents to accept that. That's crazy. If you look right now, you probably look. You know, what's the what time of year do children come and missing the most? I bet you it's during winter time. And plus, it's darker quicker. It's darker earlier. So everything, what's everything? Like we were talking on the other show, how Europeans inovertly support and openly support white supremacy by just being good at their jobs. And when you look at the jobs, the jobs that they call careers inovertly support white supremacy, you know what I'm saying? You know, we're going to, you know, like do like mechanics doing this, just, just dissect this shit and you see how it all connects. I had a question that's going to go back a little bit. So can we come up with a fair conclusion of saying that from the beginning of time until now, you know what I'm saying, and and even beyond from now, that the woman is a more important role than a man and that really the man's role within anything as far as is, is in life and, and deciding of, of what is what and putting that final marking in the genetic code of the DNA, that all that is actually from the woman, from the mother. And so it's kind of like we've been taught our whole life that, you know, the woman is beneath you if you fall into the ignorance, you know what I'm saying, the manifest of your, your Eurocentric religion or whatnot. But due to our, you know what I'm saying, our ancestors and our African culture, we know better, we know what's what, and we know the greatness of the woman. But what I'm getting at right now is, is to restore that greatness in the woman and to say that for those that are mixed breed, you know what I'm saying, if the mother, if they wasn't born in the womb of, uh, of a great black goddess, and therefore they are just Anglo trash, right? So therefore, even if the father was black, that the uh, putting the black man on the pedestal, the black man is actually underneath the foot of the black woman. 
because if the black man then puts his seed in, 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 inside of an Anglo or a Mongoloid beast, that child actually is an African. So with that being said, the way that we should deal with our enemies and those of uh, uh, the mulatto traders should be by looking at the mother. And if their mother wasn't black, then therefore we should enforce rule that, you know what I'm saying, pretty much off with their heads type shit, right? Black power. Black power. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm waiting on the answer. Yeah, I was waiting for one of the brothers to respond to you, King. Oh, oh come on, the brother. Hey, Ruth, go ahead. Ask the question again, and I respond. Kind of and swiftly. And we're looking at the greatness of a black woman. Being forced that a black woman sets the standards of the genetic mark through culture, race, ethnicity. I can never say that fucking word. Ethnicity and identity of what you are. She gives you that marker in life. You know what I'm saying? So therefore, we should be looking at the enemies and traitors of our race that are mulattoes. So where if they were born from a mother that is an Anglo-Mongoid, that that is non-African, that therefore we should inflict the ruler pretty much off with their heads because they're not us, right? And at that point, therefore, we live in a society where shit is reversed. Because we live in a society under Eurocentric rule that the woman is beneath the foot of the man. Not saying that I follow this, you know what I'm saying, or not saying that I agree with it. I'm just throwing it out there because I know better, you know what I'm saying. We, we we were raised and taught differently, you know what I'm saying, from my ancestors. But it should be stated and noted that actually the woman's role is so great that the man is actually underneath the foot of the woman because the man doesn't have the markers or the genes strong enough to go and plant himself inside of another race of a woman and pull that child out and say that that child is African because that only comes from the genetic mark and standard and setting point given by the great mother, right? Okay, I'll say this, Brother Aaron. Even with the genetic um, potential, I say I would say 
being black or being African is more or less a state of mind. And that I know individuals who black at night who visually look clearly African but will argue with you up and down if you were to call them an African and will be more complacent or be more cool with being called an American. And won't and say those are those other people, even though visually and genetically. So I will say the ones whose heads I think we need to offer, you know, is the ones who are robbing the minds and putting in those, you know, putting in the mentality of the enemy, you know what I mean? And that, like, you know, because it's like, just like being European is a state of mind. So the house nigga is one who's remote control European, right? Oh, sure. so, yeah, I feel what you said. Somebody here got to get cut off, and I agree with you. And, 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 if anybody else, I would say they got to get cut off. It will be the ones who will be strictly on brain, cause I, you know, Operation Brainwash. I did these steps going on every day. And the biggest form of identity theft is where you can't be who you are to be successful. You know, you're too indigenous or you're too aboriginal. You're just, you know what I mean? And that's a nice way of saying really you're not Eurocentric. You're not with the program. And that's what kids is learning. Kids pick that up early. But if any motherfucker teaching kids that shit, man, especially African kids, you know, that's the one we mean. You know, hey, man, let me holler at you right quick, man. Shing! You know, you know, in a basket, we off, you know what I mean? But them are the ones who get, them them the ones, because they're not, they're not hard to find because they, that's why they got hired. America's a, a, a nation full of betrayers, man, and fucking... And, 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 and snitches, international snitches from all fucking countries, from Korean snitches. I mean, you have South Koreans over here who don't even identify with North Korea. You know what I mean? First generation Asian Americans, first generation Latin Americans. First, you see what I'm saying? They suffer from that shit worse than we. But you know, I'm saying all I have to say that there is a curse and blessing to being black because black people, black people always there are identity, whereas all the other races, even the Indians, even the Indians, they get caught up in image because they think because they got they favor your a little bit that they can pass the white. You know what I'm saying? So they'll give in, and they have given in, and did give in, and fold. And that's what it's based upon. You compromise your culture from there. And if anyone I think compromises the culture, you know, brother, from going away, comment on the term. Because ultimately, it, like you said, the black woman, that's the mechanism right there. Now, they you would compromise, and, and like I said, brother Sadie would say, your mama. 
And it's off with your head. Because they're teaching you best basketball. They're te- teaching you to identify on one hand. Like the like the Arabs did, they use the bloodlines to mix and get their purpose. They want to use other's bloodline, but then they, when they want the children to be totally brainwashed with the father's culture, and the father's culture is Arab, the, the children Arab. It's the same thing in America to some extent. But but American culture, the the the, the, the essence of it is turning other people out, turning other people's culture out. Exploiting you. Money. You can come from another country and say you're pious and you're religious and you don't do this, you don't do that. America sin city, you know what I'm saying? The whole country is that's what it's based upon, turning you against your morals, turning you against your morals and selling. You know, everybody has a price. If you didn't know you had one, you'll find one in America. Somebody will give you a price. You weren't even looking for one. For example, these ridiculous ass. Y'all ever wonder where these police be getting these ridiculous ass numbers from when they pull you over and like your bail be thirty thousand dollars? Like, God damn, how the fuck y'all get these numbers from? I make all the only nigga that be getting Okay. <laughs> A lot of you niggas on your front. Somebody show me any man or any woman in creation on the planet where the man has no belly button and is missing a rib. Now you may say that's a dumbass question. But I'm asking that question in reference to the question I asked before, because I'm actually really showing the greatness of the black woman at this point.
Conversation is pretty much backline conversation we could have, you know what I'm saying, on the back line. So I really got too much more to say. Yeah. find it to be uh, quite relevant on here as well. And in terms of your question, I cannot show you. I know of no man missing a rib um, born without a navel. And, you know, I know of no woman that derived from a red, born with no navel. I say, because, you know, those that accept that would be putting a curse on the woman, saying that the woman is crooked, placing that curse upon her, saying that she's less of a man because she came from a man and that she comes from a curved rib. That's putting a curse on that. But the reason why I brought that up is going back that if the the woman, the black woman, is able to produce any colors through the RNA in her womb, and that she sets the genetic standpoint of what the of, of your value, of your ethnicity, and who you are, that just proves that all I'm saying is that when we say the black woman is God, that that's 100% in the proof and the putting that even science itself, even with all the bullshit and all the lies that goes on, that's in all these books and the shit, the bullshit that they teach us by going into these Eurocentric public schools or academia, all this shit don't mean shit when we know the truth, and the truth has been in front of us the whole time. Because every man that I've ever seen, damn near on their deathbed, and every woman that I've seen on their deathbed, uh, when they go through something severe, they all cry out for the same thing. They don't cry out for Jesus. They don't cry out for God. They all cry out for their mother. That's real, Brother Rahe. 
So, brother, let me ask you this. What is your position on the half-breed or mulatto whose mother is African? The half-breed mulatto who was born in the womb of the black woman, you would think that they would more so side with a black side, but in all cases, that's not true because I've seen exactly the opposite on both ends. But I would be, well, it's even hard to say that shit, but I would have to say I would be more accepting of the mulatto who came out the womb of a black woman than the one that came out the womb of the, of the, womb of the enemy because he didn't have to sit in that poisonous ambiotic fluid and take in, you know what I'm saying, all that poisonous evilness that comes with that beastly genetics. Because I would say that the genetics in the womb of the African woman would destroy that beastly nature. And going back now, so Obama, or Obama, who mama is a cracker beast bitch, does that make him an African? No, not at all. It makes him what he is. He, he's more of them than he is of us. Is it the woman being greater than the man and having the stronger genetics and she sets forth the marker of who you are as an African or a non-African, then he's a non-African to me. Anything that comes out the womb, anything other than a black woman is a non-African. Black I don't know what happened to everybody else, if they still around or they dropped off or what. Get a, a line check going on here. Uh, check. I know I'm here. Go on. Make a ride. Let's see.
It just kept going back and forth. Last time I really noticed you and Brother Tim said since I just was like, all right, let me just keep this shit muted for a while. Mm. I mean, and that note. If I could ask Obama one question, you know what I'm saying? And on the note of putting together, you know what I'm saying, and sitting back and listening and through the knowledge and and unknowledge that, you know, I've come across in my lifetime, it really helps me to understand what the answer to my question from him would be and and his action, you know. And Actually, let me rephrase that. The one question I would ask Obama, you know what I'm saying, is that why is it, if you're supposed to be an African, throughout your term of your presidency, why did you allow so many black murders of young children, you know what I'm saying, and you didn't do shit? So based on the action and based on the scientific research of gathering information of knowledge throughout time, I would say that that would be the only answer that he can give me is that he was born from a cracker beast bitch. You know what I'm saying? So therefore that makes him non-African. So he has no feelings or no emotion or no care whatsoever towards black people. So it makes it easier for him to accept the annihilation and the large amount of numbers of our youth on an everyday basis within the past eight years since he's been in office and how he could have taken four to six trips to Africa throughout his eight-year terms of presidency and didn't do shit for the African people when he's supposed to have African family in Africa that he doesn't do shit for there either beyond eight years of his term of presidency. Those are excellent questions. You know, maybe when he does his uh, tour like they all seem to do after they leave office, he can get hit with such a thing. Because on that note, you know, a lot of murders um, have uh, taken place in different countries in Africa under his watch. And I didn't hear no press conference. You know, I didn't see a crocodile tear. And I would have to fault Michelle Obama as well, because her being an actual, well, so-called, allegedly being a black woman, we really don't know. There's a lot of uh, shit thrown out there saying that she a man and shit, but, you know, who knows? And I don't accept it. I just hear it. But you would think that, let's just say she is a black woman, you know what I'm saying, for the record, that her motherly instinct would kick in and she would be in her husband's ass about it. And I guess she didn't do it either, so I have to fault both of them. And I also have to fault his daughters because them being black women, they should also be in their father's ass about it because they're youth themselves. And that could just as very easily, any black murder of any youth could have just as easily been them had not their father been, and, and mother been put in the office because they're from Chicago. 
Shank. You know, I have often hoped, uh, uh, well, not, I don't like to use hope, with, you know, you help me with that, but I have often um, wished for or that the spirit of the ancestors that were enslaved on that property, that, that built um, that White House, that horrors and horrors happened to them on that soil, that they haunt both of them, you know, and particularly Michelle and her mama. You know, uh, uh, obviously it hasn't happened because, uh, you know, they all remain silent when they have a platform and the opportunity to do real things. But, you know, again, like you said, they don't, clearly they don't see themselves as a part of this group. Um, Black traders, for lack of a better phrase, is what they are. You know, it's really shameful. Uh, yes, it's wrong to it's shameful that our people have allowed them to get away with it, but then you know someone can say, "When have we not allowed uh somebody to fuck over us that was in that office? They're very rare, you know uh you have the sixties uh pushing Lyndon Johnson, but still you know the fuck over was there, so it's it's um. It's, it's, I just think it's shameful for um, what is his legacy in relationship to the oppression of his people. You have all of these statistics showing uh, the inequality, uh, the deliberate uh, incarceration of our people, uh, the genocidal tactics in the areas that we live that are placed there by the white people that are in uh, positions of power, and that goes whether that's political or economic, you know, and even social when you think about the educational system. All these things, you know, we is occurring and has occurred. So, you know, fuck Obama and, and Michelle at the end of the day and everything else, because they are proponents of this white racist society. They are all right with this being a system, like I said before, uh, before um, I lost track, train of thought. There are all kinds of statistics that have come out recently and in the past showing that this system is set up to keep our people down and to uphold the unfairness that allows that to occur by the white people that formulate this or, or that have um, created this society and this this, this uh, infrastructure that we live within. So they should be, you know, um, I think they should be held even more, to me, at a higher standard or um, more accountability or more criticism 
because of the melanin content in you, because both of y'all are lawyers, because y'all know the shit is rigged, and and you said nothing and you did nothing about it. Michelle, you pushing obesity, and like you said, as a black mother, as, I mean, damn, you, you, you did grow up as a black person in a racist society. Whether you wanted to pretend that, it, you know, you felt it or not, you, you know the shit was there, and you have nothing to say about Tamir Rice, no outrage, no outcry, nothing. It's, it's, it's deep. You know, I just felt it was important to tie all that together. Just so y'all can see what my mindset is. I know sometimes my questions the shit that I blurt out comes off like out of out of out of pocket out of place. I know it got me going. Because now you got me thinking on, you know, not just Obama, every black person that's in office. You know, shame on all y'all. All All y'all need to be dealt with. Because all of this is happening under your watch. And it's it's really a disgrace. I mean, they are like, uh, I can't think of that Cracker Beast Jew who in France um, worked, helped the Nazis or the Germans, um, you know, send his fellow Jews off the camps before their living projects, take all their shit and all that. You know, they on that same level. You know, gentrification has happened while there's a such thing called a black caucus. They're black maids, sibling men, councilmen. There's no excuse for 35,000 black millionaires that we can't point to a few locations where it's practically a black-dominated community and we got black-owned supermarkets, all the goddamn corner stores, every fucking thing, the 99-cent store, all them things, the gas station. The goddamn gun shop. Say today. You know, King, they don't got that Tulsa, Oklahoma 
that black Wall Street mindset. Oh. You want money, so you say. You bought that paper. But only when you're getting paid off of it, you know, when you're getting it from the cracker beast paying you. You can't come to your own people. The same neighborhood you grew up out of that was impoverished, you know that. Most of y'all came out of that. You telling me y'all can't come back? Jay-Z got money for the Brooklyn Nets, get, buy a small share, or whatever the small percentage he had, but he can't own a goddamn associate supermarket, buy Marcy Projects or some shit. You know what I mean? It can't be the Marcy supermarket, it, the, all the corner stores. Yo, the corner stores are so real. They making so much guap. Where I'm at, Man. real talk. Two fucking blocks. There's one, two, a new one open up, three, four, five. Say three blocks. Five off of three blocks. Now, if I push it, I can make it six, seven. I go at least two more blocks. So I say seven blocks. Ain't nobody closing. I ain't seen the first motherfucking corner store closed down. And go see one. So they got to be making paper. Mm-hmm. So Puffy, you ain't about that paper. I asked my folks uh, on a similar night I used to speaking on here saying that most of the little bodegas and the little corner joints is mostly Arab or Chinaman. He said that most of the ones that were once black owned are no longer there anymore. And so then I asked him, well, why would you keep going to buy things from your enemy? You know what I'm saying? You're making your enemy rich and you know that they there robbing the community because they take all that money and send it back to their country. And if, you know, most likely if they A-rap, they're more than likely funding, you know what I'm saying, those that are conspiring or to cause harm here. So why would you do that? And he says, well, if he doesn't go there or if she doesn't go there or several individuals that are asked in that area say if they don't go there, then they can't survive because where else are they going to go? They say that they go there because it's convenient for them. You know, I had a problem with that answer. You know, I can't force somebody to see things the way that we've been enlightened. Well, I don't even use the word enlightened. I hate that word. The way that we see things and, and that, you know, through time and through knowledge and wisdom that we know what's right and what's wrong and we know who we gonna go spend our money with or even if we gotta go outside of our area to go to, you know what I'm saying, black suppliers or whatever it is that we need. Just because it's convenient for you or you tired or whatever your day was like, it's easier for you to go spend money with the crack of the Arab or the Chinaman instead of going, you know what I'm saying, ten, fifteen, twenty miles somewhere else in another direction, three hundred and sixty degrees to go get that same product from a black-owned 
you know what I'm saying, business or whatnot. So I think that what we should do is, like, come up. Well, I know this shit was done. It used to be done back in the day. I don't know if it's still done. You used to be able to get a... Well, phone books don't exist no more, but it used to be a phone book with only black businesses in it. So it like, we need to come up with, like, either some type of web, some type of website, some type of all-black online marketplace that... That's within everybody's area, within a 20-mile radius, going 360 degrees, so people will be able to get all black-owned products and stop giving money to the uh, A-Rap Corner Store or the little fucking mongoid fucking mom-and-pop shop on the corner and shit because ain't none of these places doing shit for, for the black community as long as they've been there. All they're doing is just sucking up a resource and sending that money back to their country and shit. When we need to be doing the same shit, making money here, sending that shit back to Africa. But I don't know. There's even issues with that because we got the enemy in the African pocket. So oh, we got to do something, yo. This shit got to change. I don't have to answer for everything. I just got thoughts and opinions. So. Man, I like to. Uh... <clears throat> I like to shout out to the brother uh Milton Houston, no uh Lone Star B G. Uh the brother got the package going today that uh you know he trying to trying to get the investment group to, to uh get the corner store out there at South Six, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna put it down. You know, we he, he got the paperwork showing that the the motherfucking A Rabs made eight hundred thousand last year. You know what I'm saying? That shit Nigga got the way to keep it moving, you know. Uh, shit, if y'all, if anybody wanna wanna get in contact with the brother, you know, you can just hit me up. And shit, I make sure to get you his information. You did, Black Power. Black Power, uh, brother, you could just throw that information in the hangout if you don't mind. But uh, see, and I didn't even know such figures. Just speculating off the fact that I got a two to three block radius, and I got another corner store that done popped up. Well, it's, I'm going to call it a middle store because it's in the middle of the block. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and that makes number five now. So that's exactly what has to happen. That has to happen, you know. Um, whether we can come together where we at and make that happen. You know, um, one of the things that I do like about uh, our family from the Caribbean that they brought here, and that was that Susu thing, you know, or the concept of saving, putting away, Mm -hmm. to purchase something. I say. You know, a property, a value, you know what I mean? Like the corner store you mentioned. Yeah, we got the family out here in uh in San Antonio, man. You know, uh organization of black unity, man. They they got one of them one of them uh collective, you know what I'm saying, funds like say man, them brothers been doing that for damn than twenty years. Did so 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 you know you know they you know what I'm saying, they got their own school. They putting in the work in the community, you know what I'm saying? They build, they come up here to Dallas, 
at least once a year. You know what I'm saying? Spend with all the black businesses, man, and down there. Then they boost the economy when they come up to this motherfucker. <laughs> Black power. Black power, man. You know what I'm saying? So what is being done is what you basically telling me. Yes, ma'am. Yes. And you know what I'm saying? I mean, see, you know, I'm all over the place out here. And see, from what I see, it's like you say, Queen, we got a lot, man, going against us. But I'll be, I'll be a lying motherfucker to say I don't see progress, my nigga, and I don't see motherfuckers fighting back. I'll be lying like a motherfucker if I don't say that shit. The niggas out here get putting up that fight, man. By power. And leading by example. Goddamn right. I told y'all last week about the, the queen that owned the uh, hair store. And the damn nation Islam stood outside the Chinese folks shit and said, man, ain't no nigga spending no more money with this bitch. Go to the sister across the street. You know what I'm saying? By power. We said our sales went up 100% in two weeks. Black power, man. Black power. And we need to do also what we haven't gotten from these parasites that have lived well off of us, and that is high quality, you know, uh, a service. Goddamn right. Give us the work service. Yeah, man. Man, I was, uh, I've been, you know, McQueen got me that time to die, that uh, story of the Attica uprising, Attica prison uh, uprising, right? You know, and I've been, I've been digging in it, you know what I'm saying? And it just tripped me out, man, to see that, you know, they speak about that shit, that they spoke about it popping off, right, early that day. I mean, they speak about it popping off, like, in the middle of the day, and, and which, uh, it's 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 a straight ride. It's a it's it's hectic chaos, right? You know what I'm saying? And then they speak of the of this brother coming in, and within six hours, organizing it from 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 straight chaos to damn near a goddamn structured uh, civilization type shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, as you know, it's in jail, so it can't be that. Shit. Civilized, but you know what I'm saying. As far as getting motherfuckers where they needed to be, organizing the structure, getting security, you know what I'm saying, making sure that when the white folks came to that motherfucking prison, 
they had to speak to him in a respectful manner, and they had the motherfucking me come to him as men. You know what I'm saying? They couldn't just come in bulldogging. You feel me? Just let me know this shit. Motherfuckers talk about how would it be if this motherfucker, t- if this motherfucker, we turn this hoe upside down. Shit, shit, my nigga will sit here and make it and make it right real quick. We'll be all right. We'll be able to rebuild this whole in a nigga fashion real swift. And the but young I, brother shows that. I say, Brother Tim. Like, whenever I'm reading, man, I'm trying to figure out the strategies and the tactics niggas use, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think about, you know what I'm saying, different different people we done had throughout history, like, things they've been able to do, you know. And, I mean, it, it just let me know, man, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it, thing it's in us, man, just, naturally, as niggas, man, to goddamn be, be able to, no matter how the odds is against I am, you know what I'm saying, to be able to still goddamn get them hoes head, man. To be able to get them hoes head. I think the, the one of the things that we, we have to remember at all times, we cannot be- believe them at their word. Under no circumstances can we trust Goddamn right. So that means we always have to have a plan B, C. You know, and dealing with um, with the presumption that they're going to keep their word. Hmm. Knowing that they're not. Knowing that they're in somehow. They're going to figure out a way to fuck it up. Look how they did Larry Davis. Goddamn right. Go back in history. They ain't never kept the word on the motherfucking thing. They worried they ain't, don't mean shit. Especially if they put it on a piece of paper. It was the brutality, the sheer brutality, the inhumanity that caused those Attica uprisings. Insurrection. That's what it was, man. And once again, we see that it was the youngsters. You know what I'm saying? As always, the youngsters in that hope that popped it out. Now, the brother that I told you that came and got it organized, he was the elder of the bunch. You know what I'm saying? He was the elder of the bunch. But 
but it was the youngsters that popped that whole out. You did. Then the elder come in and say, all right, fellas, man, y'all don't kill the motherfucking guards, man. You know what I'm saying? We got that's going to be our only bargaining chip, baby. So y'all, you know what I'm saying? I'll get some, we're going to have to sleep out here, man. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Make sure we get people over here so, so they can't just pop up on them right there, you know? You know? Shit. That's real, Brother Tim. You know, I mean, when you think about, as you mentioned, how it was the the youngsters, they got two things really going for them, that energy, right? And also less conditioning. And what do I mean by that? Less time um, with that program uh, breaking you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that fight back spirit is blazing. It's blazing. You know, and in terms of, <clears throat> you know, the uh, elder being there, it doesn't mean that if you're an elder that that spirit is not within you, but it does mean that a lot of elders have that spirit dull because they have had more time with the program, with the conditioning yeah. to dull that fight back spirit. And let me also add this right here. He wasn't just any elder, right? He just wasn't old. He just wasn't an old nigga. You see what I'm saying? He was an elder. He was an older dude. One of the old because they said the prison was seventy percent. 25 and old, 25 and younger, right? 70%, 25 and younger, right? So he he happened to be in that 30%, but I mean, he was one of the ones that was still highly connected to the youngsters. You know what I'm saying? Highly connected to So whenever the shit popped off, you had youngsters coming to him, really. You know what I'm saying? Like school, what should we, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know. Out of everybody, like out of all these old niggas, you know, you the one. Nigga, what, what what's going on? You see what I'm saying? So it wasn't just like he just came out there. I'm I'm the oldest nigga, uh, so I'm the elder, and I'm taking control. No, you see what I'm saying? No. No, you got to prove that worth. That's that's like what the spook was sat beside behind the door. Who sat beside the door? Right. Well, I was just watching that early. He, why was he able to get the respect of the youth, the, the, the brothers from around the way? Because when it came to whooping ass on that level, he was superior. Mm-hmm. He, you know what I'm saying? He earned that. It's like, you know, he was watching some um, animal programs today and shit. And you see that philosophy. You know, you 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 see, and one of the main reasons why this combat occurs is because of the laws of nature compelling these species to behave in such a fashion. But we watching this shit, and we like, damn, they ain't got shit on the Bloods and Crips. They give it up. Every goddamn species we watching. Uh-huh. And 
in that case, just like with how the cracker has his military, it's always that OG who leads command. Not because he's old, but because he's still nice with it. You know, he, he, he'll break it down. Mm-hmm. Mentally and physically. At, you know, using his experience on you as well. And so you saw that in in, in in the wild, in nature. That OG who used his experience, you know what I'm saying, in, in combination with his physical capability, skill, mm-hmm. and knowledge, you know, intellect, when it comes to, like I said, experience, battling shit, warfare, he he remained the G and had supreme right to mating. The OG who slipped up and the youngin came up and got in a shot that was, you could, sometimes you could even call it a lucky shot, but the shot was perfect or the bite was perfect. Took him out. Now he gets supremacy. You know what I'm saying? And that's how it should be. You know, make me think of Brother Minkarai when he put a, put me on to the Black Panther cartoon. You had that combat. Who was going to be the panther? Uh. The elder was nice. He's fucking everybody up. Didn't even know he was an elder. Until he came up against the youngin, who, through all training, was able to come to overcome his experience with the skill. It was his time, and he took that. I know I got off the beaten path with that right there, King. No, nah, I'm, I'm I'm trying to grasp everything you're just saying, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's the real shit. I'm thinking about, like, just in just in general, like, in just in different settings by them being there. That's how it's always worked, you know what I'm saying? Young, the youngsters going to try the old school shit, and if the nigga can goddamn, if he can goddamn come step up to the plate, he's going to have supreme respect. Y'all had a supreme respect, shit. I seen, I seen the old school knock a youngster ass out over, over breakfast child. <laughs> Banged on his ass early in the morning. Nigga, youngster showed, showed that old nigga love. That old nigga fought hard in the motherfucker. My bad, I talk bad the motherfucker, man. But say it. He fought that youngster hard in the motherfucker. Beat the brakes off the motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah. Like, nigga, you ain't finna do You know, you know. I ain't said that's how it gotta be, but. But shit. You know, afterwards, you you know, school, ain't none of them y'all just fuck with them. Shit. Okay, now. That's real. True. And, and the shit that I found fascinating is that all of these species, for the most part, fought to kill. You know what I'm saying? Like, they was, they was trying to hurt. You know, it wasn't like just straight up how, you know, I've seen, you know, brothers, you know, you know knuckle, knuckle it up and shit. Nah, they trying to kill. Mm-hmm. 
Most of them. It was, it was very interesting to see, I tell you. And it was some things that, you know, made me think about some of the things I've read so far about our own. Um, the culture that um, we come from and, and, and how things were, um, how some groups of our people behaved in such a fashion, you know. And, and like I said, it, the the, um, the brutality of it all. And so when you contrast to how they was giving it up to, how, um, like I said, the, the Crips and the Bloods, for an example, uh, they're made to seem like that's abnormal. Well, yeah. shit, not in the animal kingdom. Yeah, for real. You say we animals. You say we all animals, right? Even the fucking ants had turf wars. That damn right. That damn right. Yeah. They was doing the crouching tiger and shit. I was like, God, they, like, real talk. It was as if I was watching motherfucker doing, um, what's that shit? I wish Brother Little was on the line. Um, you might know, though, King, um. The MMA shit. Nah, this is a uh, fight in karate style where you break bones and shit. Oh, man, why was I just talking about, and I forgot the name of it, too. I forgot the name of it, too, but I was just, I was just, uh, talking to somebody about that. I remember brother that put put a song to that. Yeah. I mean going in out the gate breaking bones, snapping limbs and shit, that's the goal. I was like, yo, okay. I'm watching Beatles battle, body slamming each other. Oh shit. <laughs> so you know, the whoever got body slammed and knocked down out of the tree, if you survive, you lost. You know, nine times out of ten, you might not survive the fall. But that that was the goal. And and, and the beetle who didn't get knocked down, you know, he he was allowed to meet. And you only got they only had like three months to live and shit. So that was a, a serious battle. It's important. Hey, that that was life or death. I say. Keep himself going, man. To keep his right, to keep his race going. Real I guess cool. we call it race. <laughs> to keep his goddamn, you know what I'm saying? People going, see, fight to the death, man. They gave it up. I was putting the old school homie today on uh, George Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Just asking the question of, you know, you know, he, I mean, brother, he didn't really know who George Jackson was, so I had to kind of go into the story. But, but I, I remember, you know, what I'm saying, I had an old school homie from uh, from Cali, you know, what I'm saying, he was Brown, and uh, nigga, goddamn me, he telling me about back in the day, you know, being in the prison system at that time, and she, he said that uh. They got damn me when he caught when George Jackson caught for that food strike, it, it went over like four or five prisons. You know what I'm saying? And I was just thinking like, God damn. Just imagining the organization, man, and the goddamn discipline it took to put 
pull that off, man. You know what I'm saying? And not have no one of these bitch-ass niggas go against the grain. You know what I'm saying? That's just what we, I just feel like that's just like, that's out the chain to me, man. Yeah. You know, you figure out the secret today, you got the secret to, you know what I'm saying? Put some real, real righteous together, shit. You know, we we definitely need to do uh, a a George Jackson day, and I definitely need to reread this book again. That's saying, like, you tell the motherfucker, you know what I'm saying, today on goddamn, what's today? Motherfucker. On the fifth, on the fourteenth, we ain't need no motherfucker. Don't go to breakfast, child. Don't go to breakfast, child, nigga. Right? You getting, you getting that damn near five thousand niggas on one, on one prison yard to do it. It did another, you know what I'm saying? Four thousand, three thousand on different yards to do this to 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 comply. You see? You see? I heard it's the reason why we can get why why niggas got telephones in the, in there today where they can call their family. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know what's crazy is we talking about brothers. That uh, bro in his early twenties, uh, young dude, young What was George Jackson like? Like twenty five when he died? 20, like was he even that old? I'm not even sure off the top, brother Tim. Yeah, I'm and I should know that. You know that after today, I will. Say that again. What was that? He was twenty nine. He was twenty nine. Mm. Mad young. Putting together things like that, man. That's just like, I mean. I think about how much niggas like to talk, man. Niggas just like to run their goddamn mouth too much, man. Shit. It's been a toad on the whole get up. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm Just be talking about that shit too loud or something. Shit. Goddamn. Get that up. Shit. <laughs> I say. They knew we was at war. They wasn't confused, and they knew it mad young. Mm-hmm. 
They were definitely special Africans. Mm-hmm. Think about and he even one with the brother Jonathan who goes into the court. Me. Sister McGee. What that what was the brother name that was in court, Rochelle McGee? Was that was that his name? Yeah, man, that's just like you know, come and think about it, we need uh to celebrate their day too. Yeah. Well you know, uh I don't know if you know about the uh, Black Gorilla family. That's what they do. They celebrate the Black August on the uh, 22nd. You know what I'm saying? We do it through the whole month, but, you know, they got that time for, uh, you know, I run. I know they run that time. Like, I think it's during Ramadan or something where they, it's like run, run concurrent Ramadan or something. And the penitentiary got there celebrating that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's that, but. You know, they went on the fast with them and everything, you know, for for that cause. Yeah, shape, my power. I mean, these are examples of warriors that we're talking about. Martyrs, you know. Right. We, we, we don't have to look at the Arabs for martyrs. We got, yeah, we we got, got them all right here. And they're right. They left that example, man. You know what I'm saying? Left that example, man. I, I got that. Not only, not only what can happen to you when you get up in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Not only what how these hoes can do you, but how you can fight back at these motherfuckers, man. And you gonna have to fight back at these motherfuckers. Animal Pratt talk about when they locked him up, man. That guy there was coming in there every night on his ass, trying to work, trying to beat on him and shit. Say so shit, he fix his wounds and get ready for the next night. Shit, crazy. Ain't nothing about it, you bitch ass. He gonna fight every day. All while trying to goddamn still fight a case. You know what I'm saying? I say that, man, we we should even look to Tupac Mother, man. I wish we could get Tupac Mama on feet on the ground. I ever meet the queen, man, I'm just going to goddamn look, man. Can I just get a hug or something, man? Black motherfucking power running through that. Man, Tupac had to be great, man. That nigga had to, because he, he had too much to live up to. Nigga, mama OG out this bitch. A shame. Giving me crack as hell, man. From the cradle to the grave, man. That's what that nigga meant, man. I say, man, more I say, man. Black power, man. That's all I can say, man. I hope I, I hope I meet the queen one day. 
Uh, Shay, Black Power, you you absolutely right, Brother Tim. That would be a beautiful thing. And, again, another person we can add on the list that we need to have a date, celebrate the, you know what I'm saying, mm. the Phoenix Shakur Day, along with Sister Sada Shakur, like some real shit. These are heroes. Heroes. They did impossible shit. She pregnant. She won a hundred count indictment by herself. But but hold on. But but hold up though. You know what I'm saying? We ain't, but we ain't gonna put but, but it's public information. How did she get that shit in the first place? What did she do? You see what I'm saying? Soldier shit. That's warrior shit. Okay. What she Bye did pal. in the first place is warrior motherfucking shit, man. She should be goddamn me. She should be goddamn praised, man. That's real. And then, like you say, to go in there pregnant, man, and still goddamn me. You know what I'm saying? Beat them in their own shit. Say, man. You got. I got some homework to do. I keep this same homework keeps coming back to me. I want to thank you, King. You know, Queen. That's what I. That's what I. You know what I'm saying. Like the family put me on the on on the on the uh, the Dr. Ben's, the John Henry Clark. You know what I'm saying. Me personally, coming up, I. I, I goddamn me was, you know what I'm saying, deeply entrenched with Black Panther Party literature, you know. So, I mean, you know, <clears throat> on on them aspects, that's where my most of my heroes go come from, you know what I'm saying. But I but I do thank the family though, man, for putting me on on all these on all these new these new kings and queens, man, because I've been even passing them. Passing, you know what I'm saying? The the knowledge on to my to to my mom showing her DVDs and shit. You know what I'm saying? Putting putting my Amy's on DVD. You know what I'm saying? Everybody calling me now. Shit, niggas come to me, come to talk. They talk is different now. They already just already know what they want to talk to me about. Black Power King. Yeah, man, shit. And that's what it's about, King. Hey, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just a brief way to what you said, brother boy. I uh, said, so, you know, everything made, the, everything made for their own circumstance. And you know what I'm saying? They used to either triumph over the shit or not, man. So that's what we're dealing with, man. And we're going to see this shit a reoccurring thing. 
God damn right. It is what it is. God damn right, man. See Just got to put this shit back together. You know what I mean? Not even putting it back together, man, but like like you said, like like how said had like said he did with me, man. Just just reinvigorating that nigga, man. Just putting that energy back into you know what I'm saying? Into these niggas that that's that's the lost that shit. You know what I'm saying? Letting them know now, nah, nigga. Niggas still out here going. Niggas still out here going, my nigga. Get out here. Shit. That's why I think feet on the ground, family, for man, just putting that nigga step out here, stand on that after first, second, and third, man, and goddamn me, and make motherfuckers feel it, man. Shit. Niggas always listen to a nigga talk. Shit, that, that ain't shit. Now it got down with a purpose on it. Shit. Do you know what I do, man? I sit out here with this Without Sanctuary book, right? <laughs> man, and, and, with the, and with the shit, when I get to going on these niggas, man, I pull out the Without Sanctuary, bro. Showing them pictures, my nigga. <laughs> yeah, fuck them up in the head. You hear me? Black Power, man. <laughs> Black Power, for the 10 words. Yo, you're over here dying like a mother, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I know that shit be wrong to the motherfucker, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? But that's that shit that put that shit right in your motherfucking face. Dead. That's what you got to do with these niggas. You got to put that shit today. You feel me? Make motherfuckers understand some shit from back then, but put it in, in today, motherfucking time. Still, like brother Borden, y'all feeling the been doing, my nigga. Putting it in today time for youngsters to feel it. That's why the youngsters can listen to the show like that, my nigga, and they be in tune to that bit. The niggas make it, they listen to Brother Mick, I listen to Brother Boy, Brother Hey Root, Brother Little, Nonsense, it's come here, they hear that. Niggas putting it in today time, man, in today, in today context. Niggas ain't worried about telling these niggas how to talk, how to dress, and this and this. Nah, nigga. Putting your mind on this motherfucking me, get back. Yeah. Like power. 
Man, I've been over here while the show been on. I had this damn this damn Dracula movie playing, <laughs> and this son is rise over here fucking these white folks. <laughs> Right, play with these crackers, man. Shit. <laughs> God damn it. Y'all think you better go in the hide, nigga. Yeah, so let me let me uh read the family this part out this uh this this uh thirty three strategies award, man. I wanted to hit it earlier but I had forgot all about it. But listen to what the man say, right? He say Hold up. He say learn from history history's great motivators and military leaders. The way to get soldiers to work together and maintain morale is to make them feel a part of a group that is fighting for a worthy cause. That distracts them from their own interests and satisfies their human need to feel part of something bigger than that they are. The more they think of the group, the less they'll think of themselves. They soon begin to link their own success to the group's success. There's their own interests and their larger interests coincide. I mean, their own interests and the larger interests coincide. In this kind of army, people know that self behavior would disgrace them in the eyes of their companions. They become attuned to a kind of group consciousness. Like power, man. Black power. Not that what 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 brother was talking about earlier, brother boy, man, speaking on, you know what I'm saying, trying to get niggas to look at something big, you know what I'm saying, see it as something bigger, you know what I'm saying, and you know sales type thing, you know, and that I mean that's what that was going toward, but. Man, the brother, I mean, I don't know. What's Robert Green? Robert Green, the white boy, right? This motherfucker went hard in this book. You know what I'm saying? He went hard in this motherfucker. He went hard in all of the motherfuckers. Shit. So. Did you um, post the cover of that in the Hangout King? The cover of the book? I checked. And then he has um, from, from, from Mao Ted Sung, Six Essays on Military Affairs, say, War and Politics. Because war is a continuation of politics in this sense of war. It's politics and war itself is a political action. Since ancient time, there has never been a war that did not have a political character. The anti-Japanese war is a revolutionary war waged by the whole nation and victory is inseparable from the political aim of war to drive out Japanese imperialism and build a new China of freedom and equality inseparable from the general policy of preserving in the war of resistance and in the united front 
from the mobilization of the entire people and from the political principles of the unity between officers and men, the mm-hmm. unity between army and people, and the disinterrogation of the enemy forces, and inseparable from the effective application of the united front policy from mobilization on the cultural front and from the efforts to win international support and support of the people inside Japan in a war in a word war cannot for a single moment be separated from politics. Any tendency among the anti-Japanese armed forces to belittle politics by isolating war from it and advocating the idea of war and the absolute is wrong and should be corrected. But war has its own particular characteristics, and in this sense, it cannot be equated with politics in general. War is a continuation of politics by other means, when politics develops to a certain stage beyond which it cannot proceed by the usual means, war breaks out to sweep the obstacles from the way. For instance, the semi-independent status of China is an obstacle to the political growth of Japanese imperialism. Hence, Japan has unleashed a war of aggression to sweep away the obstacle. What about China? Imperialist oppression has long been an obstacle to China's uh, Borgias Borgias or Borgias Democratic oh, Revolution. Yeah, that's bourgeois. Bourgeois. Yeah, bourgeois. As many wars of liberation have been waged in the efforts to sweep it away, Japan is now using war for the purpose of oppressing China and completely blocking the advance of the Chinese Revolution, and therefore China is compelled to wage the war of resistance in her determination to sweep away the, to sweep away this obstacle. Excuse me. When the obstacle is removed, a political aim will be attained and the war concluded. But if the obstacle is not completely swept away, the war will have to continue till the aim is fully accomplished. Does anyone who seeks a compromise before the task of the anti-Japanese war is fulfilled is bound to fail? Because even if a compromise were to occur for one reason or another, the war would break out again since the broad masses of the people would certainly not submit but will continue the war until its political objective has been achieved. Mm-hmm. I say to that, man. Is that out, is that out of uh, 33 strategy, bro? He took parts of it and put it in there. Yeah, because I know I, mean, I, heard, I heard some of that. I heard some of that seem like in this month. Yeah, I had to search for this book right here. I had to buy that shit from the UK and shit. You said that's Masu, Masu, Yeah, yeah. So six essays on military affairs. They call it the Red Book and shit. Yeah, bro. Yeah. They, hold on. Is that they call it the Red Book? Is that the same as the Little Red Book? Yeah. That uh. Looking over here, looking for that, for that man, because I know he, know he got it up here. Because when I was first looking for it, I couldn't find the shit in English and shit. And I ended up finally finding it in English and the UK and shit. Yeah, 
brother was like, yeah, he ain't got no problem with nothing to me and shit, so I just bought it off of him. song, the six essays on military affairs. Thank you. 
that being said, we're going to close out this show the same way that we come into the show. But before we do that, though, let me see. Let me see. Let's get my thing together here. to the innovators, the makers, the doers, and the hustlers of D.C. With Facebook Elevate, you can grow your business, build your online presence, kickstart your career, or turn your passion of creating content into a reality. Facebook Elevate is a program that provides free digital marketing courses and one-on-one coaching from experts that can help you grow your business. Learn more at facebook.com slash fbelevate. Facebook Elevate, on the rise, together.